and welcome into Undisputed. A happy Friday, mainly because the nation's prayers are being answered and we have excellent news regarding Jamar Hamlin. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That's Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, good morning Jen. Amazingly great news about Jamar Hamlin. The doctors are saying substantial improvement, significant progress, hands and feet moving, faculties appear completely right. intact as he regained consciousness, excuse me, consciousness. Right. He asked, did we win? And the doctor told him, uh, the answer, Damar, is yes, you won the game of life. <laughs> you won the biggest game yes. you could ever win. Thank you. Way to go. Great Here news. We go. Great news. Nothing unites the country like that. Thank you for all the prayers and well wishes, everybody. And keep them coming because DeMar still has significant progress to make. Guys, let's jump into this playoff picture and the games unfolding this week. Skip, your Cowboys seven-point favorites against the Commanders. If they win Sunday, they have a chance at winning the entire NFC East. They're going to need an Eagles loss, though, and Philly is favored by 14 against the Giants. Mm. That, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, how is Sunday going to play out for the Cowboys and the Eagles? Pivotal game here. I believe the Eagles win and the Cowboy efforts fall short. Cowboys mm. will be the 5 seed. Eagles will be the 1 seed because they won the division. They'll get the first round by. Skip, we had this conversation about three weeks ago. I said, Skip, if you do not beat Jacksonville, mm. it doesn't matter what you do against the Eagles mm. because everything that you would have done in the regular season would have come up moot because if you're trying to win the division, you can't give up another game because you had the game in hand against Green Bay and you lost that one, mm-hmm. which would have because that was right after, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, that was right after, uh, if I'm not mistaken, or right before, they lost to Washington. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, oh, we right. Now we neck and neck. Mm-hmm. We get a chance to beat them, and we take over the division lead. Mm-hmm. But you lost that. You gained no, gained no ground. And then all of a sudden you lose to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So now And now you see them go on a two-game losing streak, and you give, made up no ground. So mm-hmm. now you're hoping, come on, Brian Dayball, do your boys a solid. Mm-hmm. Play your starter. Mm-hmm. No, you say, no, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. The last thing a Giants want to do mm-hmm. is help a Cowboy. Mm-hmm. You know that, and I know that. Nobody's going to help you in your division. Mm-hmm. So if I if I watch if I run Rivera, mm. I'm emptying the kitchen sink. Mm. I'm calling Joe Thibelin back. I'm calling up all the great watching the football players. Okay. And you got one more game in you because right. I'm doing everything I possibly can not to help your stinking team. And so with that being said, I believe the Eagles will win this game. I believe Jalen Hurts play mm. plays. Excuse me, plays. Mm-hmm. They win, you win, but it's all for naught. You're on your way to Tampa mm. next weekend. Mm. You could be right, and you could also be wrong because it's not completely moot just yet. There's still a chance of a chance. There's a (laughs) tiny speck of a chance somewhere out there in the universe. The mathematics say that my team is still alive, barely alive, for the division title. So I'm going to make sure I'm hearing you correct. Yes. This is what Skip Bezos is telling you, America. (sighs) The Giants' backups will be able to beat the Eagles' starters. On any given Sunday. <laughs> no, no, no. The backups. Normally, it's starters versus starters on any given Sunday. It might be the backups. <laughs> or maybe they're laying in the weeds up in New York. <laughs> you know what? I love the New York football giants. I've never said a disparaging word oh, on the show haven't. about the New yeah, York football yeah, giants. Yeah, yeah. I have not. I have routinely and consistently said that in my lifelong diehard Dallas Cowboy fandom days, 
In this division that we got grandfathered into, I don't know how we stay in this division with those three East Coast teams. We got way out. Yeah, okay. the, the, the late, great Tech Schramm said, I want to be in the Northeast division so we'll get more publicity. Because if you're way out there and playing Arizona's division, nobody cares, right? True. True. Okay. But I have routinely said that I've always respected the Giants the most. I have feared the Washington, whoever they are, team the most. Mm -hmm. And I have loathed the Philadelphia team the most. I just don't like them for many reasons. I don't even like their uniforms. But I never say anything but good things about the classy organization, the cornerstone organization, mm -hmm. that is the G-men, the New York football giants. <laughs> so I think they... They owe me a little, maybe. No, no, no. Maybe they owe my team a little because we have always respected them. We've had a very classy rivalry with them. How about this? Let me ask you okay. a question. If these three teams, let's say the, the foot, Washington Commanders, the Eagles, mm -hmm. and the Giants, if they can, if they could vote mm -hmm. to vote any team, all the teams vote to vote any team out of that division. Out of that division. Who you think getting voted out? Well, that would be because they fear them. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So they're not helping you. So <laughs> because the, the Cowboys have shamed all three of them so many times. Oh, okay. Okay. Has has Dallas not been the dominant team in that division over the years? Yeah, I would I say. Mean, I mean, Giants got four Super Bowls. Y'all got five. The football team got three. And y'all the only team, y'all the only division that everybody's at least won one Super Bowl in that division. Okay. So now back to my little tiny theory here. What happened the last time that the New York football giants actually played host to the Philadelphia Eagles? It was on December the 11th up at New Jersey, obviously. And what happened in that game? You know what happened. It was a complete and utter rout. Exactly. It was 21 to nothing in the middle of the second quarter yeah, yeah. in favor of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And it wound up 48 to 22 in favor of Philadelphia. This wasn't that long ago. It was just December the 11th. Right. I'm looking at the stat sheet from that game, and I'm seeing, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. So Philadelphia ran for 253 yards in that game, and Miles Sanders, who's had a breakout, yeah. kind of a quiet breakout year, Bowl. right? Yeah. He went 17 times for 144 yards and two touchdowns. Woo. Jalen added seven carries for 77 yards mm -hmm. and another touchdown. Jalen threw two touchdown passes to A.J. and Devontae, one each, one of 41 to A.J. and 33 to Devontae. This was a wipeout. Yeah. And I'm looking over here. What's that guy's name? Saquon somebody? Yeah. That guy yeah. that you love? And I say, I'm, I'm never sure about him. Yeah. Well, I wasn't sure this day because – he got to carry the ball nine times for a grand total of 28 yards. Yeah. Nine for 29, that's 3.1 yards per try. Guess what? He won't have no carries on okay. Sunday. All right. Well, you could, you <laughs> that, could that be one. right. So I'm saying, does this not set up actually perfectly for the New York Giants? You just today? shamed them. Okay. I didn't shame yeah, them. I just did. said they got wiped out, <laughs> and this, this sets up perfectly for them to sneak into Philadelphia and for Philadelphia to say, eh, come on, this is ridiculous. It's it's classic Cowboys playing down to the level of the opposition. No, no, and I'm, you guys do that. I, I will go along with you. They probably won't play many of their starters, right. maybe not any of their starters. But there is this guy named Tyrod Taylor who is the backup. I don't yeah. know if we call him Tyrod or I don't know what. Tyrod. I'm going to call him Tyrod if that's okay. Yeah. And I have always respected the heck yeah. out of Tyrod because he is a quality He's a quality backup, right. but, but he's he's not a bad starter in this no. league because I'm looking back at what he's done. 
as a starting quarterback in this league, he's 26, 25, and 1. I know it's just one game above 500, right. but, but listen, right. it's hard in this league, right. and that's that's a pretty good record for that. It's good. He, he keeps finding jobs. Okay. I mean, he was in Baltimore. He went to Buffalo as a starter. He did. He took them to the playoffs. They lost he, a very close ball game, he, nine, I think, 9-6 to, to Jacksonville. 10-3. 10-3 to Jacksonville? 10-3 to Jacksonville. Okay. At Jacksonville. Okay. okay. And that was his only playoff game. Right. And he barely lost. Right. But they hung in. It was kind of an ugly game. But, but Remember the Chargers? He was going to start. They punctured a the lung because he was going to get an injection. Justin Herbert comes in, never looks back. He goes to the Giants. Yeah, so, but, he, but he was going to start yes. just the way he started over Baker the, or in early uh, Hugh Jackson yeah, days yeah, in, Cleveland. in Cleveland. I forgot about Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my point to you is – I respect him enough. I trust him enough that he's capable of pulling off upset type plays in Philadelphia. And I believe that the Eagles are still reeling from from what my Cowboys did to them, albeit with Gardner Minshew. But Gardner Minshew played pretty well. He just turned the ball over too many times. And he played okay against the Saints, but he made one huge mistake that you cannot make and threw it to Marshawn, who just walked it in. Right? Mm -hmm. They're not as sure about themselves as they were. They were flying, fly eagles fly high, and now it's a little more cry eagles cry or at least sigh eagles sigh because they're not sure about who they are this late in the year. Okay. And are you sure about Jalen's shoulder? Because I have no idea what the pathology is up in his shoulder right, right now, but they have been extremely concerned. And they've even been grudging this week about we're not sure the doctors are going to clear him to play. Okay. I'm assuming he's going to play because he needs to play. Right. He needs to play for his sake. They need him to play for their That's sake. Correct. Right? And so I will give you he's going to try to go. But there's some X factor there because I don't know how the shoulder right. is going to respond. Right. Okay, okay I, I give you that. But let's just say for the sake of argument, he doesn't play. I still believe Garner Minshew should be able to beat. I don't believe the Giants are going to play their guys because the reward is not worth the risk. Because, okay, you play, you win, you don't move up. It's not like you can move from six to they're, two, they're six locked. to three. You, you're locked in the six. But what if you get J- Daniel Jones dinged? What if you get Saquon dinged? Now what? Okay, although this week you have brought up several times that you personally are in favor of playing at least some yes. just to sustain whatever momentum you have. Yes. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, uh, you can't be a hypocrite about it. You, well, I, you can't I, say then Brian Dayball shouldn't play anybody. I just, but, but this, is what I based, this is what I based it on, Skip, is that having a very similar situation in 2000, my last year, 2003, we were locked into the fifth seed. There was nothing we could do. We couldn't move up. We couldn't move down. We were going to be on the road the final game of the season in Green Bay. Mike shut myself, shut a lot of the starters down. I got it. So I I get because he's like, okay, we can't move up. If I get Jake, if I get you dinged, I get uh, 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 get, uh, somebody, one of these, Rod or Ed dinged, then what? Mm -hmm. I'm playing. And Skip, I hate saying meaningless ball game, but there is – there is little to gain, much to be lost. Okay. So that's the question I it's, think it's Brian Dayball. It's classic Russ Russ question. Yeah. My Cowboys in 2016, they had the one seed. Right. In Dak and Zeke's rookie year. Yeah. And they rested too much, right. and they weren't ready for Aaron and company. I, I think what Dak took, a, Dak took played like a series in he that did. game. Zeke didn't play at all. No. Mm-mm. So okay. I, yeah, I just, I just think even even if the guys the guys were to play, I think the, the Eagles are the better team. I think they get back on track this week. Uh, feel better about themselves, get to buy. Jalen has uh, uh, another week, uh, uh, a week in between 
to, to rest that shoulder. And they need to get back. I think a lot of it has to do with their defense. Their defense has not looked good. Mm-mm. I mean, th- the Cowboys got on track against them. They, they really did. did. And they ran the ball. Uh, uh, the, the, the Saints ran the ball yep. against them. Okay. That's not a good sign. Sweat, unfortunately, is out. Yeah. And Lane Johnson is, unfortunately, gone. That's that, okay. that, Skip, that injury. And I know it's an offensive lineman, but he shifted the balance of power. Because he neutralized, he was the best. He was the best pass blocking offensive lineman in all of football, regardless of position. Okay. Right tackle, left guard, center, it didn't matter. He was the best. And you saw what Cam Jordan did. He came into the game with five and a half. He left with eight and a half. Mm. Would uh, our new friend Kayvon Thibodeau play in this game as a raw rookie? Well, they better do a lot of chipping if he does play, especially if they line him up on the right side. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe he gets to play some. Maybe he wreaks a little bit of havoc. Maybe miracles happen. Maybe you would be shocked by what might transpire in that game. No, I think that's hoping. I think you really – that's wishful thinking on your part. So, simultaneously, my Dallas Cowboys are at their arch rival at Washington, who's playing a rookie quarterback for whom I do have some respect. That's not an accident. The NFL scheduled these games simultaneously. I get it. So have to monitor, but I love what Dak said yesterday because he just said, we've got to win. Focus first and foremost on winning, play well, build momentum. Well, that's, that's the other side of what you've been saying. Yes. Okay, I buy that. Why? Because I'm going to remind everyone. By the way, my Cowboys have very quietly won eight of the last ten, but they have looked shaky to close against Green Bay, certainly shaky to close How against Jacksonville. How your quarterback looking at team? Okay, and at Tennessee, I was not impressed. Pick, pick. Okay, pick, pick, and Joshua Dobbs hung right in there yeah. with my team, and it got a little too close for comfort in a game that we should have won. Speaking of playing against backups, <laughs> they're playing against mostly except Bayard played, right, so right. he anchored the, yeah. the secondary. But no Derrick Henry, no, no, no Simons. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Anthony Simmons, I think. Simmons, Simmons. Yeah. Simmons. Is it Simmons or Simmons? 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 Simmons, okay. Okay, so here we go with the bigger picture. The bigger picture is my team did benefit from two things that happened late in the year. You realize we got too many buys late in the year, which are gold, because we always get the Thanksgiving buy, mm-hmm. mini buy, because we get 10 days to get right. ready after Thanksgiving. Well, then we got another Thursday night after that, which was the past one. Right. So you realize we're on 10 days of rest right, right now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, so we need to go ahead and play football. Right. We need to win the football game against a, a young quarterback who, as I use the classic Blaine Nye cowboy line, could have the triumph of the uncluttered mind. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. Right. He, does, he doesn't know what's wrong. It's like kids just go out and play. I watch kids play golf, and they, they make a putt from 45 feet, and it's like, whoo, I, I can do this because you don't know what could ha- what yeah, can go wrong with you know, that. You right? know you're not supposed to make that okay. right. No, no, they don't know. They think they're going to make every 45-foot yeah, exactly. putt, and maybe he thinks he's going to complete about every pass. So there's some danger there, but if, if we go – and play, we should just play it straight through. Just go ahead and you play. Wanna play you want to play your start of the whole game? I do. I want to play until until it's convincingly in hand. Right. Convincingly, but we haven't had that many games where we are convincingly in hand. But the other point is that I keep making to you, we haven't had a stinker all year either where we just laid a big old egg. Right. We, we laid eggs last year. Uh, down the stretch, we laid way too many eggs. We haven't laid one this year because we were in command at Green Bay, 28 to 14 right. after three quarters. We were in command at Jacksonville, 27 to 10, right. mid-third quarter, right. really late third right. quarter. And 
I want us to be in command right. of this game because I don't think they loved how they played at Tennessee. No. Albeit against a team that is so well coached and motivated mm -hmm. that I thought it was a tale of two mics right. because my mic is not a motivator. That mic on the Tennessee sideline right. might, might be right at the top yeah. of yeah. motivators in this league. I agree. Okay. So that's what happened in that game. So now it's time to get back on the horse and ride it all the way to Washington against your your arch rival. I, I assume they're going to play their players. I don't have anything to play for, but they'll just play oh, for Washington, pride. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they'll just play for next year. Yeah. Just, just to win a well, game. Well, I mean, especially for the young guys, Skip, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, you know, that's one thing, but that's why they, they film everything. <laughs> because I'm looking to see, okay, you ain't got nothing to play for, but are you playing? You playing for your job? You, the other team, there are 31 other teams. I mean, the, the Washington football team is not the only team that pays money. So everybody's going to be watching because that tells me more than anything. Everybody will play when there's something to play for. Okay. But what happens when you have nothing to play for? Are you still giving me that effort? Because that, that camera, that eye in the sky don't lie, Skip. It does not. It does not matter because it, it doesn't know the score. <sighs> okay. I buy that. But I'm not writing off the opportunity to go win a game. And, yes, you have to hope against hope for the, the best case scenario in Philadelphia. But it's happened before and it'll happen again. And that's why Jerry said on his radio show, you never know in this league because you don't know. Well, what, what, would I be shocked if the Giants well, pulled an upset? I would not whoa, be shocked. Whoa, whoa, no. whoa. Would you be shocked if Washington pulled an upset? You make it seem <laughs> like y'all y'all unbeatable. Mm. I think we're getting there. No, I don't and we're, we're going to talk about what CD said yesterday down the line here today on this show. Whatever. But I think my team is on the verge of a deep playoff run because it is flexing its you just told You just told me yesterday that if they play Tampa, that you're going to take Tampa. I did not say I was going to take Tampa. I didn't Tampa. say you. No, you say you won't pick them, but you say there's one guy come playoff time Thank you. you never bet against. That was my very next point I was going to reemphasize <laughs> to you. I want to win the division because I don't want to deal with that guy in Tampa. Uh, I don't want to do it. I'm sorry, I don't. You're going to have to deal with him at some point in time if you want a deep playoff run. I don't want to be one and done uh, at his hands. You just, told, you just told me 36 seconds ago, 37, 38, 39, mm -hmm. that you were getting almost unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Except against that guy. Oh, man, stop well, What do I always tell you? He's the one guy in sports I don't bet against. But you, I, 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 I didn't bet against him against Carolina, but I didn't. I doubted him. him. I doubted <laughs> him. That's what I did. I but, doubted but, him. But the star, the, the metallic blue and the mm -hmm. star, they, the, yeah. I mean, they got Dak and they got Pollard okay. and they got Michael for 7 well, from heaven. Yes, they do. And he's got his club off. Okay. <laughs> no drumstick. <laughs> oh, but, and right? the offensive line, you got Ty, uh, uh, Tyron Smith back. Mm -hmm. You got Tyler Smith. Yep. You got big Zach Martin who just... And that guy down in Tampa just threw for 432 in a win-or-go-home game against the hot Carolina Panthers, wow. coached by Steve Wilkes, who better get that job. But the point is, their defense was hot, their run game was hot, and now they're not because they're out. Yeah. And it was in part because of the Bucks' defense, but in larger part because 12 came back to life because that's pretty much what he does. When you least expect it, you, you better not doubt him or write him off. We're about to talk about him in just a minute here on the show. But I don't want that. I would prefer to have a home game against whomever. Is it Aaron Rodgers, who's been our Dracula, our nightmare? Exactly. You know what? I'll take Aaron Rodgers at home over Tom Brady in Tampa. I'll take it. At least, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones and Dylan, they're going to run y'all out the field. No. At least, you know, you're going to have to play for one thing, and that's the passing game with Tampa because okay. they're not running nowhere. Okay. We lost one game – 
convincingly this year. Just one time we lost a game convincingly, and it was opening night at Jerry World against those Buccaneers. They were different then on defense because they had Shaq Barrett. Right. But 11 from heaven got Brady twice, yes. got him down twice. Yes. And the final score was 19-3 to because Dak played one poor football game all year. Right. I'm, I'm talking about just – like a no-show would that Would that be your stinker since y'all forgot that you said that it, y'all hadn't played a stinker all year? Okay, but, but it wasn't like Denver 30 to nothing in the, with oh. four minutes left in the okay. fourth quarter last year, okay. right? We lost 19 to three because 19 is pretty much what Brady's offense has been scoring all year. Exactly. Well, they got to 19, we got to three. Yeah. And then Dak got hurt at the end of the game and everybody wrote us off and look at us now. We're back in business. I mean, yeah. it just so happens that the, at a, at a, what, the NFC South is trash. Okay. Bubba so, dub. okay, and, and you're right, but somebody had to win it. And finally, yeah, 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 exactly. finally that okay, guy down there, he finally said, okay, watch. Yeah. I'll do this. Yeah. I'll win it. I'll, I'll be the sanitation worker. I'll collect the trash. Okay. I'll win this division. Okay, he did. But he did it with 432, which is pretty great. And, 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 right. got, him, and got him to a grand total of eight wins. Okay, they got to eight wins. And we're going to talk about <laughs> them in a few minutes. They say they're going to play their guys because Brady says it would bother me if we don't play, and I don't get that. They are so beat up. They're so decimated. I don't understand the concept of playing your starters. I do. We're going to talk about it. Brady right. said, I've had, I hadn't had enough of those Carolina games, and I want to see if I can get, okay. get, get back into that rhythm. Yeah, but the odds makers are saying, nope, we're not buying any of this because Atlanta is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Maybe it's because they just think Tampa's terrible. True. But with Desmond Ritter, I mean, you got your rookie playing, right? They said even though they don't play the full game, we think we think Campbell will build up a sizable lead <laughs> and be able to hold on. No, but, but four the, and a half. No, they're saying the, the home team. Yeah. They're saying Atlanta's a four and a half point favorite. Yeah, but I'm, I, I know yeah. they are. But I'm saying yeah. I, I, I think the thing is that four and a half is like, mm, can mm. Atlanta cover that? Because I think the Tampa, if Tampa starters do, don't, uh, they, they could possibly play. Or maybe only play a half. Maybe. And then Atlanta claw their way back into okay, the ball game. Maybe. But whatever. They're just saying Atlanta's going to win this game by at least four and a half. Man, odds maker. Y'all ain't getting my money with this one. Yep. <laughs> you get my money with none of them, but definitely we're getting it with this one. Come on, Giants. Nah, look at Love you. Stop making it. No, you don't. 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 Yeah, I do. No, you I don't. love those Giants. Skip, <laughs> one thing that bodes well for your Cowboys, Tony Pollard back at practice this week from that thigh oh, injury. Playing. That would certainly be a <laughs> game to your ground. I don't know. <laughs> we'll He's find out. All right. Playing. Speaking of the Buccaneers, guys, is their offense quietly one of the best offenses in the NFL? And they're just speaking at the right time. <laughs> okay, quiet. And did Luca take a step back? in the MVP race last no. night. We'll dive into those two subjects when we come back right here on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. 
You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Buccaneers offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich is talking about his side of the ball, the Bucs offense, and how there's still some room for growth. Take a listen. When you really listen to people talk about us, that's emotions talking. That's not really people that's watching us, watching us get better every week. Uh, for some reason, everybody want to throw dirt on the Bucks. But we're not ready for people to throw dirt on us. I think it's been moments where we haven't really been that bad. I think uh, you guys over-exaggerate uh, because we look different. Shannon, all right, what do you make of these comments from Byron Leftwich? Byron Leftwich is speaking out of emotion. So am I, am, I, am I supposed to believe the stats or my lying eyes? Because this is what I've noticed about coaches, Skips. They love analytics and stats when they support their arguments. But when they crush their arguments, let's throw them out the window. Now, this is what we know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They scored 30 points or more twice this year, once in a 10-point loss. Last year, they had 10 games where they scored at least 30. Another three in which they scored 28, 28, 27. Hell, they even had three games where they scored 40 or more. Yep. But, hey, hey, let's not panic. Okay, Skip, last year they were second in points scored. Mm -hmm. This year they're 24th. Last year they were second in red zone touchdowns. This year they're 25th. They were second and third down conversion last year. This year they're 22nd. They were fourth in point differential last year. They're 22nd in point differential this year. But let's go down to the bottom, Skip. This is where it gets interesting. Last year they were first in pass yards. This year they're second in pass yards. This year they're first in percentage of passes. This, last year they were first in percentage. This year... They allowed the fewest amount of sacks. Last year, they allowed the fewest amount of sacks. But look at the points scored. Really, they throw the ball just as much. They get just as many yards. They mm -hmm. allow just as few sacks. But guess what? They go from second in points scored to 24th. But nothing's changed. Mm. What happens, Skip, is that that game for Carolina, and it padded their staff. Think about what they would have been had he not thrown for 432. As my grandfather said, son, all they did was put frosting on poop. Mm. You know what it is. You know when you scrape that frosting off the top of it, you mm. know what's up under there. Mm. So Byron left with We're not going to let you do this. Mm. Skip, I believe Byron. I don't believe. I know damn well he deserves an opportunity to be a head coach next mm. season. But I'm not going to let you sit up here and talk about that's emotion talking. Mm. That is not emotion. You guys scored 16, scored 12. Skip, remember they, they, they lost to uh, Green Bay? They scored 12 points. Mm. They lost to uh, uh, Kenny Pickett and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they scored like 18 or 19 points. Mm -hmm. That's not our imagination. Mm -hmm. That's not emotion. Bro, these are facts. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get what he's saying. How you go from scoring <sighs> 10 games of having at least 30 points to two? Mm. And one of them you lost by 10. Mm. Come on, B. Mm. I get it. You want to support your team? Say, look, they're, he's like, well, there are times we haven't looked bad. 
Yeah, in the last two minutes of a ball game in which the game is close. That's when you look good. Mm -hmm. But throughout the entirety of the ball game, more times than not, y'all been awful. Mm. So don't try to fool us and talk about, oh, that's emotion talking. Nah, y'all played bad, mm. and that's emotion talking out of you. Mm. By the way, given your farm background, I thought you'd go, that's lipstick on a pig. No, <laughs> no, no we didn't put okay. lipstick on right. we, we had a couple of pigs. We had pigs. We had pigs. We had chickens. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Byron Leftwich. First and foremost, I believe he is trying to protect and enhance his reputation as a potential head coach yeah. in this league. So I, I give him this because I would expect nothing less from him. He's trying to defend what he has wrought this year because if he doesn't, he might fall out of the spotlight of a potential next head coach. But Skip, right? considering his 2021 stats and how they looked and how Brady played last year, she <laughs> this year hurts his argument. Okay. When well, you when I you look at it, I know, but I'm yeah. saying Skip, I mean you look at where it was, Skip, they were like first or second in every meaningful offensive category. Okay. And now they're in the twenties. Okay. I also believe that he believes, because he's been around that quarterback long right. enough, and they are close enough now, because I think they are very close, yeah. mm -hmm. that he knows he's speaking from the ultimate position of strength because he still has that guy who is still as clutch as any late-game quarterback playing the game today. So he's betting on that guy to, to, because he's the ultimate, Brady's the ultimate, don't count him out guy, don't mm -hmm. write him off guy. And Byron knows this because if he says publicly, you better not throw dirt on us just yet. I think he's speaking mostly about Brady because you know how Brady gets, he just goes psycho. If you count him out, if you write him off, if you disrespect him, he's going to say, watch this. Right. So I think he's trying to fuel Brady's fire by saying, no, don't throw dirt on us just yet. Right. And as I reported first on my podcast, and I've said here, he is also speaking from a position of strength because he knows internally they don't believe that Brady has been the problem of the offense this year. And I know for a fact they badly want him back next year. Right. So he's, these are all th – think about where he's coming from. Right. That, that's the position that he's speaking from. Okay. Okay. So he also knows this. I give you all those stats because they're glaring. They're, they're pig <laughs> stats yeah. to me. Okay, but there are two that, that do, still jump out. Tom Brady still leads the league in completions. You, you can you, you can spin it all the way you want, but but he is leading the league in position in, uh, in completions, and he's second in yards passing to Mahomes. Yeah, he's four hundred and thirty-eight yards behind Mahomes. Right. Well, given all those just pathetic stats, yeah. he's still thrown. Uh, within 400 yards of the guy that you've got is the runaway MVP. But, but that's my point, Skip. Okay. Think about how many times he's thrown the ball, how many completions he has, and how few points they've actually scored. That okay. goes to my argument. All right. But they have no running game. And you want to talk about pig, lipstick on pig. You can't even put any lipstick on that pig because they are dead last in rushing, and they were from the second game on. So let me get this straight. Is, is uh, Warwick Dunn and Mike Allstock going to join them in the playoffs? No. So, if they could, so if they couldn't run the ball in the regular I, season. I don't, I, I don't know why, but it is just pathetic. Yes. And so it takes away. Brady has no play action to lean on because right. he's been really good at play action. He's yes. good with the football. Yes. He has nice. He, he's a good play faker. Yes. 
And as you well know, it can really work when you have a run. Think about your Terrell Davis. Team. Yes. My God. <laughs> yeah, we can run. Yeah. I, I mean, when you can run like that, yeah. and then all of a sudden John pulls it back. Yes. And Shea Sharp's running. Yes. I mean, you're just running free because they have committed. Yes. Because they can't stop your run. You were running teams out of the building, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Okay. Brady has had nothing to fall back on. It's just him in the pocket. And when, when he play fakes, I'm embarrassed for him because the defense is laughing at him. You're, you're going nowhere with right. your run game. All right, now think about his offensive line. The whole year, think about what he's had to try to deal with. And, yeah, he dirt balls it a lot because that's what he does. Right. That's what he was taught to do. But at 45, he's going to do it even more right. because he's not going to take a shot in the mouth right. because he knows he's one shot away from his couch. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so think about this. The two tackles have been hurt and are still hurt. They're, they're, they're trying to practice this week, but I don't think either one of them should play because Donovan Smith's been out. And, by the way, he leads the league in penalties, right. and he's missed a couple of games. Right. And Tristan Wirfs is – is a stud. He's a first-team oh, yeah. All-Pro, mm-hmm. and he's got a high ankle sprain that is no good. And I don't think he should even try to be playing. But right. but he's one of those who will just right. He's a warrior. Well, uh, let me ask you this: If your two if your two starting tackles doesn't play, you feel comfortable with Brady playing? No, I don't. And that's why I'm <laughs> I'm having a hard time with the whole concept of what are you doing? Okay, so they lost a Pro Bowl guard in Marpet. They lost a Pro Bowl center in Ryan Jensen, although he's back. And we'll get to this in a minute. I don't know if he's going to try to play a little against Atlanta right. to get his feet wet to right. see if he can get back. And he's gone, been gone the, the whole, whole year. year. And then Alex Kappa was a premium free agent who wound up not staying there, but he went to block for Joe Burrow. Right. Okay. So think about the, the offensive line pretty much has been in shambles all year. The receiving core. That it, it's got to be the slowest receiving core in the league. Yeah. I, 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 I defy you to go find no. one. Okay, so Pro Football Focus grades them as a group, 19th best in receiving right. core. There's no Gronk. There's no AB. So what? Yet Pro Football Focus grades their passing game. If they just grade the passing game, they've got them sixth. Yeah. Okay, well, that's decent. Yeah, that, that's what Byron, That's what Byron's saying is, well, okay, we're – yeah, we haven't been very good, but we're not that bad, but, right? No, no, no. As a group, but Skip, don't yeah. you want to produce? Don't you want all those passing points. and all those stats? Points. You want points. That's points. how you win games. What you mostly want is red zone points, which has just driven me nuts. And they've you. gone from second last year to twenty fifth. I, I, I can't even begin to explain. There's, there's nobody he trusts, and I thought it was going to be Mike Evans. And Mike Evans went 11 straight games yes. with no touchdowns. Yes. Are you kidding me? He's six feet five inches tall. And against Carolina, he can he can trick you. He can run by you. Right. If you don't honor yeah, him, yeah. If, if you start treating him as pure possession, right. that's what the tape was telling them. Yeah. He does nothing but this and this. He, right. he just right. in-break, out-break. Okay? And, 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 and he just took off on him. <laughs> and, and it was clear from the start because Brady threw him one early that came down and he couldn't get his other hand right. up on it. It was clear that their game plan was – Screw it. Yes. You know, we're just going to throw it to yeah. him, right? Yeah. As many times as we can throw it to him, and maybe we'll get him deep. And they got him deep three times. Okay? So, Byron's hanging his hat back on. Think about they beat New Orleans twice, which they had. Remember, New Orleans had just owned them since Brady got to right. Tampa, right? And they beat them twice with a big late touchdown throw at New Orleans. And then, remember, the two late drives against New Orleans to pull it out at Tampa. He goes 91-10 and and 63-11 and to pull it out 17-16. to Well, that was good, but they were – I keep saying, when they go hurry up two minutes – 
when they go fast break, it, it looks pretty good to me, right. right? Okay, so they they did do that. They had to pull out the Rams game. You can say, well, that's not very good, but they they did pull it out. He went sixty and six in thirty five seconds right. to pull out the Rams game, and then they nearly pulled out the Green Bay game with a ninety one yard drive, but they couldn't remember that he didn't snap the two point snap, and they got a five yard penalty to delay a game. Okay, so there are little flashes. They had one complete game at Dallas. They had one complete game at Munich against Seattle. Right. And they had one really complete game against Carolina for all the marbles. Oh, right? sure that That's was a complete it. game because they were down 14 nothing. Yeah. Uh, to um, Carolina. Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Especially I, I the last game. The, I mean, they finished it. They, yeah, they played, yeah. A, great, they played yeah. a great second half. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the bizarre part of this year was Brady played arguably his best half against a really good football team, Cincinnati, right. who was at the peak of its yeah, hotness at the that point. Half. The first half, he goes 17 to 23 for almost 200 yards, and then plays. It, it, it well could rank as the worst quarter of his career. Right. I'm, I'm talking about well, the, turn, career. the turnovers on consecutive possessions. Yeah, the, he, they had four, and he, and he was responsible. For, I'm going to put them on him. Right. But but it was almost in one quarter. I think the fourth one came barely into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you can't – that, that's just nightmare. Right. Okay? But in, in the big picture, Byron is saying, okay, I still got him, and, and I still have – a game for us to build on right. because it, it was pretty great. And Skip, but here's the thing. Look at Brady. Skip, you had him for the last part. You believe he should have been the MVP. You think who you thought he played well enough last year to be the MVP. Year. Yeah. And then remember, we turned it right around into his peers voted him the best player in the league coming into this and year. And those same peers didn't okay. he vote him to the Pro Bowl? Well, heck no. How could you? So, so, well, I mean, you can't. So, so that's what I'm saying. I'm, I don't. I have any problem with that. Byron said we're talking about we're, we're talking out of emotion. No, the numbers right. scream. Okay. Now this isn't Byron's responsibility, but the defense. Yeah. It's just not what it used to be no. because they lost their best pass rusher. Yeah. He tore his Achilles yeah. tendon. They, Jack Barrett. Yeah, they can't get after the quarterback like okay. they once could. They, they can't. They, they have no pass. They, they rank 28th in pass rush. We haven't seen that vaunted pass rush consistently yeah. like what we saw in the Super Bowl against Mahomes. Lord have mercy. I mean, wasn't that the game? And that's what we, yeah. that's what we thought because, Skip, that's why they brought everybody back. <laughs> Remember, I said, Skip, I don't think they can bring everybody back. All those guys, they're going to want big dollars. These guys took less money to come back yeah. because they thought and they plus, could. plus, to your credit, you made the case right out of the box, especially on the defensive yeah. side, it's about hungry. Yeah. Are you hungry? Because once you once you got mm-hmm. it, once you got that Lombardi in your hand, yeah. then it's hard to dredge it back up the way you have to dredge it up to play defense. I've never I've never seen it. Only one team had a superior defense that got better after they yeah. won the Super Bowl. The '85 Bears, statistically, they did. They the '86 Bears are, are on record as being the best defense ever assembled. Yeah. When you look at interceptions, 72 sacks, and what they were able to do. I agree, and but I they do, didn't win I, the championship. I, I agree, but I thought the steel curtain of the '70s yeah. stayed at a high. They, oh, yeah. they didn't. They didn't drop. You no, know. No, they, no. They just stayed right From there. From when they won it, what, 70, what, 74, 75? Yeah. 76, 77. Yeah. But they had a four, uh, uh, the six-year period, they were dumb. Now, that, that's the best stretch of defense. You're never going to see that again. But, Skip, you're not going to see that many. Come on, now. Look at the, They got 10 Hall of Famers. Just, what team's going to have 10 Hall of Famers? I don't think it'll ever happen again. No. It just, no. It just you got five mind. Hall of Famers on offense, five Hall of Famers on defense. Hell, you're lucky if you have one on each side, and, if you have one on a team. And remember, Ernie Holmes, people will yeah. remember. But, but he's, he's like, he's Chelsea a Hall Greenwood. of Famer. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but mean, uh, And obviously, Mean Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, they were taking turns. I mean, Joe Green would win the defensive right. player of the year. Then Mel Blunt would win it. And then Jack Lambert would win it. And then Joe Green would win okay. it again. So, Tampa 
had, I thought, the best defense in football, yeah. especially through the pandemic run of 2020. And skip, and you think you look at Devin White, you look at Devontae Davis, you look at yep. all those young corners that were on rookie contracts. Yep. You're like, oh, man, this thing going to be here. But it's, man, it's hard. That's why you don't that, – that's why very few teams repeat. Well, it ain't easy. Okay, so now Pro Football Focus ranks their defense 18th in the league. Well, that, that, that's not even – that's below average right. because they don't rush the passer and their secondary has been decimated all year. And I don't think – did they? I don't think they had a guy that make the Pro Bowl on the defense side of football, did they? Did either the backers? I don't think it? either backer made it. I mean, they're they're the, to me they called one of them did, the, I don't, especially I don't think, Devin White. But I don't think either one of those. Okay, guys so made it. so none. Because Fred, I mean, Warren, cause Fred Warren and Demario yeah. Davis were the inside guys, they and then didn't. Michael Parsons as an outside. I don't think either no, one of those. No, they guys. didn't. They didn't. So right. with that being, think about so last year both of them made it. Okay. So, Byron's just hanging on, man, and he's saying, <laughs> I, I still got 12, yes. and I still got me, yes. right? Yeah. And, and I want people to remember that I'm pretty good at what I do, yeah. and I have earned the right to at least be in the conversation for a head coaching job. That's what he's saying to me. Byron, you don't get the luxury of coaching Tom Brady. They use that against you. Yeah. Everybody else, that's a benefit, because I know every guy that's ever coached Tom Brady when he was in New England got a head coaching job. <laughs> The same line, Skip. Charlie Weiss got one. Right Bill O'Brien got one. Yep. Josh McDaniels got one. Every guy that coached Brett Favre in Green Bay got a head coaching job. Every guy has any of those three that you named no. done anything no. in the NFL? No. No. Okay. But they got okay. a job. But Byron Lev would do a great job. But he coaching Tom Brady. Well, you didn't say that with Bill O'Brien and Charlie Weiss and Josh McDaniels. Look how they, look how they do it without Tom Brady. That is a good point. He deserves a shot. Yes. He, 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 I like him. He's got sort of quiet power to him. That was the most I've seen him speak out. Oh, yeah. He, he was speaking with emotion. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. The coaching carousel begins next Monday, guys. There will be a flurry of activity. Tom yeah. Brady, by the way, undefeated versus the Falcons in his career. <laughs> All right, let's talk There's a little NBA. Ooh, y'all, this was a total dismantling. The Celtics beat the Mavs 124-95 last night. Luka Doncic scored 23 points. He was held to 7 of 23 shooting, missed all six of his three-point attempts. It's a rough night for Luka. Shannon, do you think he took a step back when it comes to the MVP race? No, 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 look. I mean, I didn't expect him to continue on this streak where he's averaging 45 points. Only Will can do that. Nobody else is going to average 45, although people do believe that if Jordan was still playing in today's NBA with the space and no, no hand-checking, everybody that I've talked to that played in the game believe he could average 45-50. But give give Boston credit, Skip. Now, you, I mean, I didn't think they were going to come out here and play like they played against OKC and get give up 150. So they played better. Jason Tatum was sensational. All the guys got involved earlier, early, and but nobody could make a shot. Ugh. Tim Hart, Reggie Bullock played 37 minutes, <laughs> and me and him had the same amount of points. And I was eating popcorn on my couch last night because it was raining here in LA. Once again, it again. was. Yeah. Reggie Bullock was in the game, <clears throat> played 36 minutes, and gave you eight. Mm. No, he gave you zero. Tim Hardaway Jr. played 37 minutes. And Bullock only took one shot the whole night. That was one too many. Whoa. But he, and Tim Hardaway Jr. gave you eight points. Mm. I mean, look at all these guys. I mean, Skip, it was just a bad outing all around. Boston says, no, we are not <laughs> going to let happen what happened a couple of uh, the night before. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was a back-to-back. And they came out and they took it right away. You could see that was a different Boston team. 
Uh, give them credit. They rebounded handsomely. But no, Skip, I mean, he's still there. He still leads the league in scoring. He uh, averaging 34, 8, and 8. I mean, can I interest you in that way? 34 points, basically nine rebounds, nine assists. Giannis is 32, 12, and 5. Uh, Tatum is 38 and 4. And don't forget about Joker. The Joker has 25 straight, 29 straight games in which he shot 50% or better. Yeah, Denver didn't even need Joker last and we, night. They, he, <laughs> he just do, do a little something out there. Yeah. Just let him know. I'm still here. Mm. He's 25, 11, and t- basically 10. So, no, mm. Luke ain't going nowhere. Mm. He had an off night. But, I mean, a 60-point triple-double and a couple of these 50-pointers up in that thing, mm. He he's, mm. he's positioned just fine. You think so? I do. Okay, I would like to first compliment the Boston Celtics for answering the challenge. Yeah, because you crushed them. I, I crushed them because they deserve to be crushed because <laughs> 150 is the most points Oklahoma City has ever scored in its whole life That's in a lot Oklahoma of points City. Regulation. It's a lot of points. And once upon a time, they had, I still can't believe this because it's my hometown, but they had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden, and Ibaka. And Ibaka. They had them all on the yeah. same team, and they never came close to scoring 150 points. And then the other night, there's no Shea Gilgis Alexander, who has turned into a flat out star this yeah. year. And they score 150. You can't do that. Right. And last night, they said, we won't do that. And yet, I'm not sure it was so much about their defense as much as the lack of offense on the other side because they couldn't buy a shot. They couldn't. And it started with the best player who went 0 for 6 from 3. I've told you again and again, he seems to work at it. He's gotten a little better from 3, but he's still not very good from 3-point range. So 0 for 6 did them in. But before I continue, let me throw this out. I never know what to make of him. He can be a little bit over-emotional, he can be over-dramatic, melodramatic, but right away he got off to a bad start and then he's limping off with some ankle. But then he came back and he seemed fine. Oh, Luke? Yeah, Luke, he walked, yeah. he, he went to the locker room <laughs> yeah. with an ankle for a little while. And then all of a sudden he starts, like, weirdly coughing or something. I don't know when he's pounding his yeah. chest. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So should we give him a pass for last night? Yeah, probably that brisket that he ate right before know. the game. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look like he's very keen on his, no, no, his he, diet. He still doesn't look like he's in great condition. Okay? So I don't know what to make of that, but I just throw it out there for public consumption. He did have those two things happening last night. Yes. But he was still 0 for 6. So he is now 35% from 3 which ranks 102nd of 154 qualified, 102. So he's not very good. Well, Skip, he ain't, I, I don't believe that 40, uh, shooting 40% from the three is in his future nope. because the difficulty in which he shoots the three. Uh, most of them are step backs. That's all he's got. And, and it, <laughs> it, 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 some nights he gets oh, yeah, it going. Yeah, he, he get it going. On. He'll go 8 or 10, 8 or 12 from the three. He can. All right. So the point is that he's barely clean to the scoring lead. And I'm going to stand up one more time because you won't even give him any respect when you do your top five. I put him in there. Joel Embiid. He five. Did you get him to five? Yeah. Okay, way to go. Boy, that's a big, nice pat on the head. Well, well, you you put Kevin Durant out of the top five then. How about that? He has – he's – he still got to come back from what Boston did to him in the, those four <laughs> playoff games. He needs. We still have a long way to go. Okay, he's been on a nice roll. Oh, he been. Yeah, he was sensational. We do have a bet on KD's threes versus LeBron's threes. It close. It, it I, close. I, no, it's not. It ain't close anymore because he hit five out of ten the other night. Oh, so yeah. it's not even close. By the way, LeBron now ranks. Third to the bottom. He ranks 152 out of 154 in three We'd be, we be probably about 139 okay. after the night game. By the way, Russ finally qualified. He took enough to qualify. He is 154th out of 154. <laughs> Russ, he's 27.8%. Staggering. 
But yet now with, with Russ, it's to the point when he makes one, I'm like, God, he made one. <laughs> like, that's really impressive. But Skip, if you look at, they were out, uh, they were out Josh Green, Dorian Finney-Smith, Max yep. Lieber. Uh, but they, when you, you can't shoot, like, they shot 30, 37%. They shot 22% from the three. Who are you beating? Shoot Nobody. 38% from the floor and 22% from three. Yeah. Nobody. All right, I got it. All right, to finish on Joel Embiid. He's now just a tick behind Luca for the scoring lead. Okay. And if you want to round up, Joel's at 35-5 and Luca's at 34-0. So right. you could say if you round up, it's it's basically right. tied. Right. Okay. So he's done that. And I'm gonna say it again. Joel Embiid, for those who have played at least 25 games, ranks number one in defensive win shares. Okay. So on the defensive end, he's statistically the best defensive player in all of basketball. So you're almost you're, you're virtually tied for the scoring lead, and you're number one on defense. Man, I, people are sleeping can, on this. Can, can I, can, but can I say this? Uh, and and I'm, I'm sure at some point in time we're going to talk about this. The scoring lead don't mean nothing. Man, I just saw Laurie Mark in the damn near get 50. He did. Everybody scored. The NBA just set a record in a 10-day span. They got the most 40-point game they've ever had in the history of the game. Okay. Everybody dropping numbers. So. All right, but when you take into account MVP, you're, you always tell me about Patrick Mahomes. It's stats. You yeah. just look at the stats. Well, Giannis is going to kill him with stats because Giannis is 33-12-5. Okay, but if Joel wins the scoring title and finishes number one in defensive win shares, what do you think is going to happen? No, because his record ain't going to be better than Giannis's. I don't know. It ain't going to be better than Giannis. It ain't going to be better than Nicole and the old Joker. Okay. Old Joker. Old Joker. Yeah, you looking at it like, how did he do that? He cannot jump me. He ain't faster than me. But he just beat Harlem Globetrotter. Mm. Dropping it off to uh, Gordon, Murray, Porter Jr., KCP. Mm. And then he'll go, a 40-20 game ain't nothing. Mm. And he'll give you like 13 mm. assists if you By need. By the way, quick stat on TNT last night. I know you don't listen to the sound, but... Oh. Joker is number one in touches in the NBA, but he's number 55 in time of possession. So the point is, it, the ball just hits his hands and it's, it's gone, gone, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. so, so he, he touches the ball. Just, he ain't holding it. No, it, 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 it does not stay. No. Okay, so that's interesting. But what's also interesting is Joker in defensive win shares ranks 69th in the league. Well, that's not very good. That's good. That's good. That's all right. That's good. 69? Yeah, that, we're good over that. So Joel is one and Joker's 69th. I think I'll take number one over 69. But look what he's doing. What he's doing with him assists. Huh? What is your guy probably averaging two, three assists a night? My yeah. guy getting 10. He's very good at that. But my guy is making 85% of his free throws. Joel Embiid, my 85%. Guy, my guy level 82, little 82. Yeah. yeah, my guy's 85%. It's unbelievable. Luca's at 74%. What about Giannis hit again uh, the other night? What did he do? 14 yeah. or 15 after going 15 to 16. Was that not a shocker? Was that not an aberration? For no, no aberration. He just went 15 to 16 and not go 14 to 15. You talk about aberration. I that seemed know. like a trend to me. Better free throw shooter, Joel or Giannis? Joel. Who, who do you want at the late game free throw line? You want you want Joel? I want Steph Curry. How about that? Can I okay, take Steph? Well, you do. But for a seven-footer, I have, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I, I have yeah. never no, seen a seven-footer no, shoot the ball more purely than Joel Embiid. I've never seen one. Well, Katie, you, you'll let Katie out. Okay, well, if you give him seven. I, I know I'm thinking of him as a center. Yeah, you know, yeah, I've never no, seen no. a center. No, for a big, a true, what we call yeah, a true big. A true no, big? No, nobody has a touch like Joel Embiid. Because... They never have had. No. Obviously, Shaq didn't. No, obviously, no, Will no, didn't. No. Obviously, Giannis hasn't had. Right. I mean, what's his big bugaboo been? He just, the, the, what's build a wall because yeah. he can't shoot a 12-foot right. jump shot. He is working his tail off on yeah. that, and he is getting better. Yes. I give you that, right? So, who, so MVP, so who would you go one? Joel. Okay, Joel would be one. Yeah. Who would you have two? 
I can't even think of two or three because I think Joel is just making a statement. You right say now. that every year, and I've been right with my MVP, and you've been wrong. Which year? Every year, because I've taken Joker, and he's won the past two oh, years. Oh yeah, you have. The last two years, yeah. I will give you. I don't know about the years before. I told Giannis. Okay. I've been trying I think to take. You got some inside knowledge. Of this <laughs> I think you got somebody in the league office. I got somebody huh? in the league office. Huh? I got you. Ever since, ever since I told you Matt Ryan was going to MVP, win the MVP, you won't even bet before the MVP. You, you had inside information. <laughs> It, it was something about you're going to the what's the show called where they announce oh, it the, oh, yeah, the, the honors, night before the, honors, the, the honors, honors honors. show. Yeah. Somehow somebody tipped you on that. Nah, yes, you did. I mean, I'm just I used to, I used to be I was a voter for ten years. Yeah, and so I understand I understand what the, what the, the how the voters think and what they see. Yeah, but you had that little grin on your face. <laughs> you're trying to get me to bet on it. You knew. I, I, yeah. I just felt very comfortable that Mighty Ice, was, this this was his year. Yeah. Mighty Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Mighty, Mighty yeah, Ice. That was the year. end of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he melted. He, yeah. The Super Bowl, after the Super Bowl, he hadn't he had been the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luca took a big step back last night. He'd be all right. Now, watch. watch. Well, I don't know if they play tonight or tomorrow, but watch. He'd probably have another 40-point triple-double, and he'd be like, mm. right back at it again. Okay. Well, that's what everybody does. You just said. Yeah. <laughs> the scoring is crazy. <laughs> I will say this about Luka, guys. He has been carrying a tremendous workload over his past six games. He's been averaging more than 40 points. That's, that's a lot of work to shoulder every Probably. night. All right, gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Can they pull off this must-win game on Sunday? It's mm. prediction time. You don't want to miss this. Skip and Shannon make their bets when we come back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. The Green Bay Packers can clinch a playoff berth Sunday night with a win over the Lions. Aaron Rodgers and the Pack four and a half point home favorites. That according to Fox Pet Sportsbook. All right, Shannon. Aaron Rodgers has been up and down this season. Who wins this game and why? I'm going to take the Packers because I think overall their team now, I like the, uh, 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 the Lions offense, but their defense leaves a lot to be desired and I think the Packers are taking advantage of that. 
Skip, I am surprised that the Packers were able to turn this around. I thought the only way they could turn it around is that Aaron Rodgers had to play like the MVP that he's been over the last two seasons. And he didn't do that. It's because they run the football and played outstanding defense behind that. Uh, they've gone from averaging 19 points a game through weeks 1 through 12 to damn near 30 in the last five weeks to get right back in this thing. While running slightly more than they They're throwing the football. So that's why I'm surprised <laughs> that they got back in it. Because I thought Aaron Rodgers needed to be Aaron Rodgers, the transcendent thrower of the football that we've seen since he became the starter in Green Bay. And that hadn't, that hadn't happened. And so I guess we shouldn't be surprised, considering that Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFour are 18-1 and one in December and January. Mm. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised that they've been able to do this. But I am surprised because I'm looking at the way Aaron was playing and says unless he turns it around at that, at his, in his play, how do they get back into it? Well, they got back into it by turning around and handing the ball off to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and then letting Aaron play complimentary football after mm-hmm. that. So I am surprised that they turned it around, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised when they win this game. So mm-hmm. I'm taking the Packers to win the ball game. It seems like, just to my mind's eye, that everybody is taking the Packers, almost like it's a foregone conclusion. Aaron Bleepin Rodgers is back in the playoffs. Right? Just when you least expected it, he came back to life. You're taking Jerry Goff or you're taking Aaron Rodgers? Okay. I got this theory that that inevitably works in the realm of sports. It's it's almost like a betting or gambling theory. Okay. When everybody says, it's my everybody says theory. When everybody says, and I can't find anybody who's picking the Lions. No. Because they're the Lions. Right. They're still, in most people's eyes, they're the Lions. Right? Right. Don't believe your lion eyes about the lions, right? Yes. So I start looking at the numbers and I say, time out. What is going on here? So the lions are six and two in their last eight games. Over that span, eight games, they're second in the NFL in points scored. They're third in point differential, which is always the the, the telltale. Okay? Mm -hmm. They are number one in the NFL in fewest giveaways. They do not turn the football over at all. They're number one in the whole league in fewest giveaways, okay? That works, right? right? Jared Goff, over the last eight games, that's a pretty good sample size. He's thrown 15 touchdown passes and zero picks. Yeah. That's pretty good, Mm -hmm. right? So you, you can pretty much safely bet that they probably won't turn it over, maybe one time, but right. they, the, the odds are that they're not going to turn the ball over because they just don't turn right. it over, right? And then the Lions have scored 30 or more points five times in those eight games. Right. Well, that's, that's top of the list, man. Mm-hmm. You, you can't – both teams just scored 41, but, but everybody fixated on 41 Green Bay against Minnesota, yeah. right? And, but, Skip, you look, at the Green, you look at Green Bay in the game, the last four games, they have 12 takeaways. They're taking the ball away at a high clip. They had 28 points off turnovers, which was the last week, which was which was the most since 2005. The, the big one was the, at Tua. Yeah, where they just they took four, the, yeah, three times in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. But what, how did they start the game, Skip? 105 yard kick return. Man, you talk about a brag breaker. Okay. On the road. Yeah. And a team hit you with one of those. Now you're fighting from behind, and you know what happened with first cousin. Mm. I mean, I, I got to demote him. He third cousin. I, I know. Yeah. I, I warned you about him. <laughs> he is who he never was. That's who he is. He is who he never was. Okay. So we we still don't believe in the Lions because they start off one and six. Yeah. You say, well, they can't. They they can't be this but good. But they, they lost they lost a lot of close ball games. Um, their defense was give, skip. You can't be last in defense. I don't care how good your offense is. 
Because if your defense is dead last, you're going to probably lose. I mean, only Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers might have won an MVP one year, Skip. He had the number one offense, but the number one deep, the number, uh, the 32nd ranked defense. And what happened? The Giants came to town and beat the brakes off him. Okay. Jamal Williams, once a Packer, mm-hmm. has scored 15 rushing touchdowns. That's number one. That's number one. Fortunately, it's not 16 because against my team, <laughs> they were about to go ahead early in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You remember? Yeah, I do. And D. Law laid down the law Pulled right in the hole. Well, he just he just crushed it. Yep. And he spit it up. Yep. I can't believe it because I, he hadn't fumbled. Nope. Okay, so he's going back to where he was, and and he's got some revenge on his mind. So. <laughs> I love how it sets up for Detroit because nobody believes they'll win and there's little to no pressure on them. And all the pressure is on the home team to do what everyone says they're going to do. So would you, let's just say, would you pick them straight up or would you take the points? I'm going to go straight up. I'm going to be the lone wolf on this. I just got a feeling that Detroit, because of that coach, he's a little wacky to me, but I think they believe in him. And and they love. I don't think they look at him as wacky. No, I, I think they yeah. like they think he's one hundred percent real. Yes, I, I agree with okay? that. Okay, and he is he's a legitimate tough guy to me, and it and it, it rubs off on the locker room. Right, I think they play hard nosed football. Yeah, I mean it's been, it's been raining like the last week or something. So there's something in there. So that feeling you might have it might be have something to do with the weather. Maybe, maybe. You think I'm, I'm coming down with something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't you know, don't, I don't you feel take like it. it. You I'm take, knocking on wood. You, you take it a line straight up, <laughs> straight up. I thought you would take the points. No, I take the four and a half, five points. I just, like, I just got a feeling that when everyone says this <laughs> is going to happen, and it's Aaron Rodgers, although it's really not Aaron Rodgers no. because. He has been reduced. That's what's happening. Yeah. Is young coach Lafleur finally said, "No, I've seen enough." He's playing complimentary football. He is. I mean, I'm not going to go to game manager. No, 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 but no, it's no, complimentary, no, 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 right? No, no, they're not asking him to throw the ball 40 times while they run it 15, 20 times in order for them to win. Right. They're winning these games. I mean, yeah, he's making the throws. He can, he can still make those. Okay. But we said uh, 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 Dylan and, and 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 Jones control possess control the clock. All right. So is this not an equivalent of a playoff game? Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what's happened to Aaron Rodgers the last two times he played a home playoff but game? But here's the thing, though, Skip. They've been playing a playoff game. Every single week for the last five weeks has been a playoff game for the Packers. Kind of quietly. Nobody really saw it coming. Maybe they were thinking that, yes. but you weren't thinking no, that. No, 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 no. Right? Because I, I didn't think they can get back in it because I didn't think – I didn't see enough from Aaron Rodgers. I know what he was, but I know what he was playing like. And so I didn't see anything that made me think that, okay, all of a sudden he's going to revert back into right. Aaron Rodgers of those uh, okay. uh, MVP But seasons. now it's a universally acknowledged playoff game yeah, absolutely. for Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah. at Whoever Lambeau. Whoever wins it in. And it's Sunday night. Yeah. They upped the ante and moved it right up, yeah. up the ladder to Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, I don't always trust Aaron Rodgers in these kind of games because he lost to Brady and then he lost to Jimmy, Jimmy G. G. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And that's what he's been doing. And remember, since that long ago Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he's what seven and nine in the postseason okay. since that four and zero Super Bowl run, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't trust him, and I'm starting to trust Dan Campbell and Jared Goff and and the offense. I, I'm with you. You're exactly the defense leaves much to be desired. Okay. So Green Bay is going to score points, but I'm I'm pretty sure. Detroit's going to score some points. Green Bay defense looked good last couple. Well, it has. Last, couple, last month. 
it, it's gotten hot is yeah. what it's gotten. Taking and, the ball away. You know, hey, take over the number one indicator of playing – Playoff, def- playoff football on the defensive side. Can we take? Can you take the ball away? Okay. Well, these guys don't give it away at all. Okay. I mean, at all. They're at the top of the list. Okay. But so they don't take it away either. I will take that. I, I'll, it, it's going to be a shootout. Okay. I think. I think they could be a high scoring game. Yep. 28, 27, 30, mm-hmm. 20, 30, the, 27. 30 to 28. Okay. That kind of game. I'm going Detroit. Okay. I'll lone wolf this one. You want a case on it? Nope. Will you give me some points? Will you give me the four the and a half? I did. I did. Four and a half. I, you I'll, just said you didn't want it. Four and a half. You said you didn't no, want it. No, I said I won't bet on the points. I said I'm going to take it straight okay, up. We'll but if we're going to bet on it, then I, I need the points. Well, I deserve the points. This well, man just told well, me. Well, well you're front running on it then. You front running. Well, front you running. Went, you proposed the bet like you tell me. You proposed the bet to me. No, you proposed the bet to me. You're the one who said it. I didn't say you it. You know what? I take Aaron Rodgers. I give, give me. I give you four. Thank you. I'll take four. Okay. Done. Ooh. Uh, see, I snaked him, y'all. It was four and a half. <laughs> I got me. You got me on the half. <laughs> and guys, the Lions' playoff hopes may or may not be alive come kickoff time. All depends on that Seahawks game, but I think they're going to get up for the chance just to keep the pack out of the playoffs yeah, as too. well. Exactly. We can't go. You okay. can't go. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of sweetness to some injury there. Okay, guys, let's talk a little Cowboys. Did C.D. Lamb just put the NFL on notice? No. We'll tell you what he said. Coming up next right here on Undisputed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. C.D. Lamb, Ooh, he's confident in this Cowboys offense. C.D. telling reporters this week he believes the Cowboys are always one drive away. He also said, quote, I don't feel like we've played our best, but I mean, we're pretty much close as leaps. <laughs> All right, Shannon, jump in on this one. Do you like what C.D. said or do you have a problem with it? I him? have no problem with what he said. Um, you strive for perfection. I mean, you want to have the perfect game skip where you uh, you don't punt the football. You're, you're clean as you possibly can. You don't turn it over. You don't beat yourself by committing penalties, especially pre-snap penalties and things of that nature. But I'm anxious to see the Cowboys, what they do when they face adversity. Because all I know is I'm basing it on playoff. I'm not talking about the regular season. I uh, saw so last year when they faced adversity, Dak had one touchdown, one interception. C.D. Lamb had five targets for 21 yards. Five targets, one catch, 21 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw him in the divisional. Uh, Dak had one touchdown, interception against the Rams and a loss. Uh, wild card game, they won, beat Seattle 24-22. Dak had one touchdown, one interception. Uh, 2016, they lost to the Packers. Dak had three touchdowns. So I'm anxious to see. Yep. Everybody keeps talking about adversity. Ooh, adversity. Well, all I know last year, based on your last performance, when you faced adversity, you didn't come up well. Mm. And so we're going to see what you do. I understand CD wants to play a perfect game. Those are very, very hard. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think in my 14 years, I think I might have been in one game 
in which we didn't punt as an offensive unit. And I'm not talking about Skip. We didn't turn the button, not turn the ball over. Obviously, if you turn the ball over, you're not going to get a chance to punt. But I'm talking about we went, we moved the ball up and down the field, and we didn't, you know, only time we didn't score, we took the kneel down. Mm. But other than that, Skip, like I said, that's 14 years. That's a large sample size. That doesn't happen often. Mm. And so for them to say he wants to play a game so clean, not only do they not punt, but they do not commit a penalty or they turn the ball over. I don't know. I mean, we've been trying to uh, – my, my, my crack research team and my producer mm-hmm. has been trying mm-hmm. to find it, and we hadn't been able to find it yet where a team did not commit a penalty, did not turn the ball over, and did not punt on the offense. So that's asking an awful lot, Skip. That is a there, real – There have been a couple of those categories, but not, not – right, All three across the board. Across yeah. the board. Mm-hmm. So I'm anxious to see. I got no problem with CD. He's been playing unbelievable. He Since has. Jerry Jones said, hey, you the number one, bro. I need you to make these plays, double team, triple tweet, team cut. They got 11 guys on you. Yep. I need you to make a play. And he stepped up to the front, and that's what a number one receiver should do. Mm-hmm. I love to hear him because I didn't realize. I'm like, because I like, well, when a guy's confident, I would tell me, let me know you're confident. Mm-hmm. Say something. That's like, you know what? Man, he said that with his chest out. He did. I'm going to ride with him. I believe he's confident that they can get this thing heading the right direction mm-hmm. and they can play a, pl- a clean ball game. Yep. So I have absolutely no problem with what C.D. said. Now I'm going to need you to back that up, C.D., because you said it. He did say it. By the way, all that cowboy junk that you guys dug up. You know, uh, what, what I do? What I do? Uh, all that playoff junk. Oh, that one in three-day playoff it, record? It, it's all ancient history. Why, why you do that? This is a new year, and it's going to be a very happy new year. Okay. Happy new year okay. to the Dallas Cowboys. And I loved what he is saying here because he is saying it with his chest for the first time in his fairly brief career. Yes. He's starting to feel his role, and that's role on and off the field. He's starting to come of age as a leader of this team. Yes, I agree. And it's because he's able to back it up on the football field, and he knows he's coming of age because he's feeling it in a good way. He's feeling himself. Right. Last three games, I'm going to say it again, at Jacksonville. I know they blew it in overtime, but he caught seven balls for 126. That'll work. Philly, 10 balls for 120. That'll work. At Tennessee, I know they were not impressive, but he was. He caught 11 for 100 yards. Over that time, his 28 catches in those three games ranked number one in the NFL. He's arriving right before your very eyes. And he's arriving as a spokesman for the team, because he's getting a little more bold and bold and bold. Right. He's walking a little farther out on that limb to put the league on notice. We're getting closer and closer to, I don't know if you want to do perfect game, but, but, <laughs> but to exploding. Right, right. Because they have explosive, as I would say, yeah. nuclear capability. Well, you, you don't skip you, and, well, the thing that Mike, Mike Shanahan and Gary Kubiak, our mm-hmm. offense coordinator, to preach to us is that, look, guys, we don't want to beat ourselves. Those penalties – where we playing behind the chain, we don't need to. We don't need to be first and fifteen. We no. don't need to be second and thirteen because we committed a penalty. Let's stay on. Let's stay on rhythm and yep. make them beat us. Don't beat yourself. Yep. And I think that's one of the things that 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 uh, CD is talking about. Kind of like we beat ourselves. We get a first down and then we get a holding call, or we get a pre-snap penalty, or we do dumb mm-hmm. things that set us behind. And the next thing you know, what should be a second, uh, a third and three is a third and eight or <sighs> a third and thirteen. Those are the things that lead to you not converting on third down mm-hmm. and getting you beat. That's a fact. But I like I like the fact because I think if you wear that number, you got to be boisterous. You, you, you got, got to be to Michael be. Irvin. You got to be dead. You got to put it out there. You got to put it out there, and then you got to back you it up. You got to. Got to. Those guys didn't. It started with the great Drew Pearson. Pearson yeah. 
I don't know. Talk. I don't know how much he talks, Gip, but uh, I, I talked to him a lot. He was a pretty big talker, and he was definitely. Coach Landry let guys talk like that. I know Holly, you know Hollywood Henderson. You know he had the thing in the Super Bowl, but he shattered the mold <laughs> when he got there. And Coach Landry never loved it. No, because the, Skip, you, you talk about Michael Parsons. Holly, we tell the people Hollywood Henderson ran kickoffs back. He ran kickoffs back. A linebacker, yes, a linebacker in the National Football League with the kick returner. At a tiny little Langston <laughs> College in the middle of Oklahoma, out in the sticks. Langston, yeah. Langston. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Hollywood Henderson made the Pro Bowl. He picked off a pass that ended the NFC Championship game and dunked it over the crossbar when nobody had ever done that. I don't know how we got off on this, but I, you get me going on Thomas because I was very close with him, and I love that man. Hooray for Hollywood. And, and he has been through hell and yeah. come back. And he won the lottery. Yeah. And, and that Super Bowl thirteen, he started it off the, before the, the game, and it was like Thursday at the yeah. media session, and he said of Terry Bradshaw, the, our, our Terry I Bradshaw, his, the rival right. that day for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he said, he can't spell cat if, if I spotted him the C and the A. <laughs> what? You're calling out Terry Bradshaw? So that was the first media day yeah. in which you had the back and forth going, and it continued from that point on. Yeah. And then he wore on the back of his, his game. game pants belt mm-hmm. uh, a little vial of crack cocaine during the game. Mm-hmm. And he's hit, hit. He, he's imbibing, right? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm sorry, we went on yeah. the tangent, but, yeah. that's the, okay. but I'm just saying that, that, that's just the type of players that the yes. Cowboys have had they that have. would speak and say it and then go out there and back it up. Yeah. So I believe that. Young CD has been emboldened and empowered by the addition of T.Y. Hilton. Right. Because T.Y. Hilton is, is one of those with a real football right. backbone. He is high IQ. He's a technician of right. a route runner. Mm-hmm. And he's salted the earth as a football player. And CD is in awe of his mentorship. And I thought it was very significant because I'd never heard of this. At the end of the Tennessee game, again, they weren't impressive. CD asked T.Y. for his game jersey. Right. Have you ever heard? That? Usually it's the no, other way. way. You're yeah. swapping with somebody on the other team. The team yeah. he, he wanted his, te- his new teammates' right. game jersey. And by the way, this is about as small a sample size as you can get, but in productivity, T.Y. Hilton is a Dallas Cowboy in two games, has caught five balls for 102 yards, but four of those five went for a first down. Right. And one other ball that, that was yeah, disallowed yeah. was off the he, illegal contact mm-hmm. on – Big Slay. play Slay on fourth and eight in the Philly game, yes. early in the Philly game. Yep. And would you believe that Pro Football Focus grades him over the two-game stretch as the number one receiver in football? Just, <laughs> I know it's small sample yeah. size, but I'm just showing you right. something is going on yeah. here, and I think it's made CD a little stronger, feel well, a little st- all, about himself. Although I do not agree with the decision to move on from, yep. from Amari, Amari, but you had to in order to let CD flourish. I give you a prime example. They moved on from Jerry so T.O. could assume the role because yep. he was ready. That's true. Yep. They saw that CD was ready and he was not going to because he didn't have that personality that says, I'm that dog. This is my show now. Mm. Take a back. That's not who he is. Yep. So they said, well, you know what? We're going to clear the decks for you. Mm. It's your show now, bro. Okay. It is your show <laughs> and, and he's living up uh-huh. and this, now he's speaking up right. to his new role. Yes. And I love this. But to your point, okay, you got to go You got to go do it against Tampa. Mm. You know, I, you see, I spoke that. You know, I know that. You got to go do that against mm. Tampa. I don't know. <laughs> I know. You know, he actually had a good game t- 
two, two, years, two years ago, ago yeah. in that Thursday night yeah. opener. He, he was over 100 yards yeah, in that he game. Was, he was big. Yeah. yeah. Remember, Jerry tabbed him. Jerry's the one, as he was falling through the first yeah. round, Jerry said, I want him. Yeah, you better sign up. Because yeah. old Justin Jefferson looking real good right mm-hmm. now. He is. I'll still take CD. Don't do that. CD no, on pace for 1,400 yards this season, guys. Man, it's Justin Jefferson been past Sunday, that. Like only games on the NFL on Fox. We beat him 40 to 40. You know my boy JJ. I'm always on his side. All right, guys. Let's talk a little Brock Purdy when we come back. Do you yes. think he could be Ms. a superstar in the making? Steve Young had some interesting comments. We'll tell you what he had to say right after this. Former 49er quarterback and Hall of Famer Steve Young giving high praise to Brock Purdy this week. Steve Young saying that Purdy has, quote, the force. He also compared him to Patrick Mahomes. Young saying, quote, you're like, wait, why is his heartbeat 42? His heartbeat should be at least 100, 110. And that's what I saw in Patrick that was shocking to me as a rookie. I think the same kind of thing with Brock. High praise indeed. Shannon, how surprised are you that Steve Young is actually comparing Brock Purdy with Pat Mahomes at this point? Skip, why? Why do I this? I, I, Skip, I get it. The young man, I mean, the, the last pick in the draft, and he's come in when, uh, into a situation where everybody said, well, it's over. <sighs> because Jimmy G was playing well. He had the, uh, the 49ers playing at a really high level. And Brock Purdy has come in and picked right up where Jimmy G left off. But to compare him to Patrick Mahomes? Really? To invoke the name of Patrick. I, I don't see any similarities. Whew. Zero zilch similarities. Mm. Because Patrick, they've given Patrick Mahomes the keys. It says, okay, go drive this car. He didn't even have a driver's license. And they brought him a brand new Ferrari and said, go take off, son. Because you look at the weapons that he had, Skip, that's what they turned over to him. He had a Kelsey. He had a Tyreek Hill. And they said, hey, just throw the ball all over the yard. Do what you do, son. He did win a Super Bowl, <laughs> and he did win an MVP. Okay. <laughs> he said, uh, he reminded okay. Brock Purdy, in his first, he is 4-0. Eight touchdowns, two interceptions, 920 yards. Patrick Mahomes, through his first four games in 2018, he was 4-0. 14 touchdowns, zero picks, 1,200 yards. Skip, there's no similarities between these two guys, mm-hmm. and I get it. But the hyperbole, that, look, the guy's playing well. And I did not, and basically, I, everybody's been talking, we didn't think the guy could do this at this level mm-hmm. for this length of time. Now, he's going to have to carry it on. But to try to say like, he reminds you of Patrick Mahomes, what? What throw have you seen? Mm-hmm. What play has he made? I mean, everything is perfect. They're running the football like crazy. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if Patrick Mahomes had a run game and they could play fake and he could do Come on, come on, Steve. You better than this, bro. I understand you want to hype the guy and want to give him some confidence, but don't do that with no Patrick Mahomes. This dude ain't close. Nobody. I haven't heard anybody. And I ain't seen no tweets. I ain't seen no, 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 no sports network ever mentioned Purdy and Mahomes. <laughs> That's the first. Well, why, this is, why would they? This is the <laughs> first mention and hopefully the mad last mention yeah. that Purdy and Mahomes, unless they both make the Super Bowl and then they'll be up there talking to each other. But other than that, Skip, mm. there should be no, no conversation, no correlation between these two players. <sighs> I want to preface everything I'm about to say with, I love watching Steve Young on television. Mm-hmm. I, when, when he speaks, I listen. He has brilliance to him. He's almost above it all with his 
his view. He, he almost looks down on the game with this wisdom from above that reminds me a bit of his mentor, who I was very close with, the great, the late Bill Walsh. Mm-hmm. But this loses me because it's, <laughs> it's, it's unfair to this kid, and he's just this kid. Right. And he got thrust into the fire, and it's a raging fire because his defense is the best in football. Right. And his play caller and his run game, you can argue, best in football. Yes. And he's got to hold up his end of the bargain after being picked the last pick in the draft, right. Mr. Irrelevant. And I don't envy him, but now I envy him even less because <laughs> Steve went Luke Skywalker on him. He's got the force. The right. force is with him. Right. Meaning he's got this uncommon poise and feel for playing the position. What, what has he played, four games? Four games. Four games. Come on now. Give him a little bit of a break. Yes. So he's saying he's so present on the field. He's talking about his poise, and he's mostly comparing his early poise to Patrick's early poise. Right. Okay. Maybe I'll be, you know, sort of grudgingly give you that. Skip, his first game, was a, first game in 2018, Skip, he goes, he was at the Chargers, he throws four touchdowns. Then he goes on the road to yep. Pittsburgh. He throws six touchdowns. All right. <coughs> so he's talking about his heartbeat is, seems to be so right. low. The calmness. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you again. I've watched Brock Purdy a lot because I watched him for four years <laughs> at Iowa State, and he's pretty good. Right. But he's also kind of wild-eyed to me where I think his pulse runs hot and high. His RPM is hot and high. Mm-hmm. Where in the end, like the last quotes from Steve Young are about, the best thing is that Kyle now feels a little bit unleashed and can push the boundary and lean in rather than stay neutral and lean back with this kid quarterback. He's saying to give him what you're talking about, to give him the keys. Go ahead and give him the keys. That ain't happening. Okay, well, trust me on this. Young Brock Purdy is the flip side of early Tom Brady, who was was a game manager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. they trusted him in the big moment in the right. Super Bowl to go ahead and throw the football and let's right. try to get him field goal position. But in general, especially that first year, and Tom was in his, obviously, his second year, yeah. so he got to listen and learn right. for, for a year under uh, Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe and even with Belichick and Charlie Weiss. But <laughs> the point is that Tom Brady was incredibly low risk. Trust me, this kid is high risk. Yeah. And he's been getting away with things that, that, that given what Steve said here about now you're going to unleash, okay, good luck with that. That Because, hey, I watched that Raider game the other day. He threw three balls that could have been picked and only one was. Right. Okay, one before that. He threw three other balls that Mm could have been picked. Yes. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. You're kind of living on the edge and – you, you've, you, you know, if the cat has nine lives, you, you've given you up about three or four, four, right? Yeah. Okay. I, well, I know Kyle ain't turned Jimmy G loose. And I know damn well he ain't, he ain't about to turn no rookie quarterback loose. He's not going to, that's not going to happen. Okay. He, he's not <laughs> low risk, medium reward. He's higher risk. And, and they've been getting high reward. Yes. Like you yeah, said, yeah, those, oh, yeah. those numbers yeah. say high reward. No risk and no biscuit. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that, that's the way to, but. You want to do that with a rookie no. quarterback? But, you, but look at what Christian McCaffrey's doing. They're running the air that's out of the ball, Skip. 
It's I mean, they, they, let's not pretend like they're not yeah. running the ball for 130, 140, 150 yards a game. I told you, if he had started this year in San Francisco, he'd be right in the middle of the MVP conversation. I, I, I totally agree. He might I totally be. agree, yes. Okay. Because he's probably going to be somewhere pretty close to 100 catches, and he's going to probably be 12, 1,300 yards rushing. Okay, so you got all that going for you, but you also all got all that going on your head. Yes. Where, man, the pressure on this kid, the, the only reason – I don't think San Francisco is going to win the NFC is because of that kid. Right. No offense to him. It's just That's the circumstance. Like huh, you look, look at Ben Roethlisberger, and yeah. he was a rookie, and they lost to, they lost to a veteran quarterback in Tom Brady. Okay. Tom came in there, yeah. and they played a perfect game. They coaxed Ben into a couple of interceptions that Rodney Harrison took one back for like 85, 90 yards for a touchdown, he did. and that was the end of the ball game. All right. So – I know Steve loves his 49ers yeah. and loves the legacy, the quarterback legacy. Yeah. And and he wants to he he wants to to accept him to, to the point that he's the lineage continues. Right. Like he's seeing it. Unfortunately, there's another kid that I really like named Trey Lance, right. who's been nothing but hurt and hasn't gotten his shot, but but this felt like a blessing from Steve Young that shocked me because what does it say about a Trey Lance? And I can't remember how much they gave up. It was like yeah, they gave two, up two first rounders. They gave up a bunch, a bunch of other. They might have gave up three first rounders. Yeah, I think it was. Well, they gave up their future for Trey Lance, and I was good to go with that. They're your draft pick right there, Trey Lance. He got hurt the past two years. He ain't going nowhere because okay. you're not going to be skilled because you can't trade him for what you gave up to get him. No. And, and I believe they still love him. Yes, I do absolutely believe and that. And he's much, not, not a lot, but he's, he's bigger than right. Brock Purdy. He's faster than Brock Purdy. I believe he has a livelier arm than he Brock He has Purdy. a livelier arm. He does. And in that run game, if you can figure out, you've you got to keep him healthy. Right. If, if he's just going to be. You've got to keep himself healthy, yeah, too. Okay. Well, but, but the point of, if he can have a stretch of health, right. the run game will be even more devastating yes. with him. Right. At the command. That's skip. That's I mean, draft picks. I mean, uh, draft giving up draft picks for a player is just like anything. What can I resell it for? If I buy a car for ten million dollars, I better there better be some other buyers out there that wanted that car because if I want to get a profit and I'm the only fool that wanted to pay ten million, then I'm stuck. Yep. So that's what you got with your Trey Lance. Ain't nobody gonna give you no three first rounders for him. That ain't okay. happening. But but it sounds like Steve Young is blatantly saying, "I've seen enough. I want to go forward with Brock Purdy." Okay. Okay. <laughs> Steve go. Young, you want to? Man, I don't think Kyle and Mike see Guys, my, <laughs> the same no, thing that Brock Purdy and Steve no, Young does. I don't either. Guys, my NFL on Fox crew has this game this Ooh, weekend. Okay. I am excited to see Brock Purdy wow. in person. I'll be talking with him via conference calls on Zoom a little bit later today, and Ooh. I'll report back. Okay. All right, still to come. Is it smart for the Buccaneers to play Tom Brady and the starters this Sunday versus the Atlanta Falcons? Let's dive into that one on the other side of this break. Locked into that fourth seed in the playoffs, but according to head coach Todd Bowles, they will still play all their starters on the, on Sunday against the Falcons. Playoff-wise, standings-wise, it's a meaningless game. Shannon, should Tampa play their starters? Skip, I know they don't have anything. They can't move up or down in the standings. But I think because they finally, I think they got some rhythm with what they did against Carolina. Let's see if we can replicate that again, at least for a half, to feel good. Because the last thing you want, I mean, because up until last week, Skip, there was no really continuity 
to the to the uh, Bucks offense. Yeah, they would last two if the defense had stood on their head and gave Tom Brady late in the ball late in the ball game a chance to win it. He normally did, or he would either win or man, we come very very close. Yep. So I, if I'm Todd Bowles, I'm <sighs> looking at like damn, and I get it the risk reward. But the the rhythm is everything, and you keep saying that there's one guy I don't bet against. Well, if he had, it don't have a good rhythm, I'm gonna bet against him. And he finally got some rhythm. What we saw Sunday was what we were hoping to see all season long: is the Tom Brady feast on bad teams. And he hadn't been feasting. He did feast on this team. And I'm if I'm Todd Bowles, I'm looking at him like, well, you know what? Hey, give me a half. Can you give me a half, Tom? Give me a half. I'm going to try to get I – want, I want to see some clean. I want to see no penalty. They penalize them because they hurt themselves. They, they get pre-snap penalty. They get holding calls. After they get good runs or good pass plays, they do something dumb. And Todd has probably said – the head coach has probably said, look, guys, give me a clean half because I want to feel good about us going into the playoffs knowing that we got a hot uh, – a Cowboys team coming in here that feel that they can beat us. So, if, yeah, I, and I skip and I get it. I'm, I'm one of those guys, if I can't move up or down, I don't want to run the risk. But I think for them – Having rhythm and timing mm. is more important than the risk of getting injured. Mm. <sighs> Shannon Sharp, I am lost on this one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Maybe I don't bet against Brady, but I'm going to speak against him on this <laughs> one because I think this is the classic moment when Todd Bowles needs to save Tom Brady from himself because he set the tone right after the game saying it would bother me if I don't play against Atlanta. Right. Tom. Not only was this a hat and T-shirt game where you get to, <coughs> what do the T-shirts say? I'm kind of embarrassed. Conquered the South. Conquered the South. You did? <laughs> Maybe Sherman did, but you didn't. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of embarrassed by that slogan. But the point is, you won a buy. Right. That's what you won. And you desperately need the buy. And this isn't about risking injury to starters. It's about healing starters. Right. Because... They're walking wounded. I'm, I'm looking at yesterday's practice report, and, and it's just horrifying. Carlton Davis is their best corner. He missed the game last week, missed two games in a row now. He did not practice again. Right. So is he going to play against no. Atlanta? No, he's not going to play. So to finish the secondary, Jamel Dean, who's been in and out of the lineup the whole year, is limited with a toe. He's got some turf toe injury. Mm-hmm. He's the other starting corner. Mike Edwards is a playmaker in the secondary. He, he's limited with a hip injury. Julio mispracticed yet again because you, you correctly predicted and warned he's just going to be beat up because yeah. that's been his recent history. So he's got a knee that is bothering him, and he's been sick all week. So he's not practicing, and you know he's had very little practice and reps with Tom. Well, that's why they don't okay. have any chemistry come okay. game they, time. they don't have any chemistry, and, and he, he, he doesn't even try right. anymore, right. Right? right? He got one target the other day, and they ran him on a reverse, right. and I was shocked, and he got loose for 13 right. yards. And it probably, I mean, how much, because it seems like Mike Evans is always beat up. He's so how much practice up. time is he and Brady I getting in practice? That's a great point. Carl Nassib is is a pretty good pass rusher, and he missed the game against Carolina, and he was limited yesterday with a knee. I mean, I'm sorry, a pec injury. And then Donovan Smith is the left tackle who leads the NFL in penalties, and he's supposed <laughs> to be your blindside protector. And he missed practice yesterday with a whatever he's got a foot injury. And Vita Vea again missed practice with a calf injury that is plaguing him. And Tristan Wirfs tried to practice yesterday was limited because he's got a high ankle sprain and he's been trying to gut it out and, and be out there. My point is, it's just, it's begging for a week off. Just do what I think Brian Dayball is probably going to do. Just rest everybody. But Brady wants to play, and I'm, 
I'm just guessing on this. But, Skip, I look at yeah. Brian Dayball's situation. I look at the way the Giants played over the last three to four weeks. Right. They've had they played better over the last three to four weeks than Tampa has. Yep. Tampa hadn't really put the body together. of work. Right, right. I agree. But Tampa just played one game. Well, right. And I think that's what that's what Coach Bowles is looking at, Skip. It's like if we had put together a month mm-hmm. of playing this kind of football, Skip, yep. you know what, hey, we're done. We're going to get rest. We're going to rest. We're going to get healthy. But because of the inconsistency, All right. Skip, I got to have some kind of rhythm going in. Okay, I hear you. But the only hidden agenda I could see here from Brady in this case is Ryan Jensen is a Pro Bowl center, and he's the leader of the line, and he's Brady's sort of personal protector, and he's back at practice. He's missed the whole year with a knee injury. Well, let him go snap the ball to Van Gabbard then. Okay, (laughs) but my point is, is Brady looking at this as – I could actually get Ryan in this game against Atlanta and we could get him a half and right. see if we could get his feet wet and get him back in rhythm. Maybe. Because I think he has struggled with that Robert Hainsey. Remember, Hainsey was drafted, I think he was a third-round pick out of Notre Dame, as a tackle or a guard, and he got moved out of desperation into the center position, which he'd never played in his right. life. But he hadn't done okay. bad skip. I mean, okay. Tom Brady is still the least sack quarterback okay. Okay. for the second. I mean, for the second year in a row. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I think that has a lot to do with dirt balls. Oh yeah, of course, I just of do. course. But that, but that's what he, that's, that's what they do. Okay. I mean, as you get older, skip, you're not trying to take those it's hits. Just, it, remember what Peyton and Eli would do? They just do I, the, they, the faint and go. Hey, Tom takes one look, and if it's if it's not there, the ball is going in the dirt. Yes. Okay, because. That, that's you live to fight another play. No, that's right. just how they do it. Right. Okay. The young quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, is not going to live to fight another play. No. He's just going to throw it. Right. And he's going to take the shot right now. Right. The young quarterback, like you said, they don't they don't know any better. No. Nope. They don't know what they don't know. Okay. But they, as they get older, they'll start doing exactly what you see Tom and some of these other veteran quarterbacks. Okay. Do. So even Todd Bowles is saying publicly, we need to get better. Okay. I got it. Right. That's true. Right. At what Expense here at what sacrifice of your health? I, I just it's it's been so the team has been so battered all year long. You would think they would celebrate the week off. No. Well, is it not always gold to win the one seed and get the first week off? Well, I think the, the goal is Skip is to be. You said you want to be playing well going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So do you want to be rested and playing rusty, or do you want to be a little nick and playing on a good rhythm? At least you got a really good taste in your mouth off the Carolina game. No. No. Why not? I mean, it, it, everything came back together. I needed, I needed two or three games like the Carolina well, game. obviously, that would be great, but that <laughs> wasn't in the cards. And, and all of a sudden, the injury gods who, who just bedeviled you the whole year, right. they smiled on you and they said, okay, guess what? You're good okay, to go. Okay, what about a quarter then? Can they get a quarter? Okay, it, 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 you brought this up earlier. If Brady's going to force his way out there and say, I'm just going to play, I want to play a half. Right. Well, you better play your whole offensive line, whoever oh, yeah. oh, can yeah, go. Absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're not sending Brady out there without uh, uh, Donovan Smith and, and, and Tristan Worth. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> no. So, so it, just, it just doesn't make any sense to me, and it's not like Brady's never played football because he's 45. He's played a whole lot of football. I was like, look here. Okay, this is what I'm going to do for you, Brady. I'm going to give you two drives. One of them is going to be conventional. The other is going to be hurry up. Do what you need to do in okay, those, and you get that. out. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all I, mean, I got for but, you. But that's like a preseason play. Okay. That's, right? that's all I got for you. Okay. And Belichick used to play Brady into the third quarter right. in preseason games. <laughs> While we've been on this show yeah. back in his last yeah. couple of years. But now, Skip, nobody plays in the preseason. You lucky if you see the starting quarterback mm-hmm. play one series. Okay. Pretty well, soon they're gonna have two preseason games. All I know is when I'm watching this game on Sunday, 
I am closing one eye because <laughs> I don't want to hear about somebody else going down. Nah, you just yeah. want Brady to have a great rhythm, Skip. If Brady has a great rhythm going into the uh, uh, the playoffs, yeah. you're going to probably feel a lot better huh. about it. Yeah, because he's going to play the Eagles in the first round. No, right? no, 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 no. Huh. Oh. Play the Cowboys. Oh, is he really? Unless y'all do, unless y'all do cowboy things. No. What if Philly does cowboy things? No, that, 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 that's reserved for you guys. <laughs> really? I don't yeah, know. They're right. capable too. They've had a long history uh, doing cowboy hey, things. Hey, don't hey, don't let Washington get y'all with Sam Howell. Mm, you never know. I wonder if he had descended of Thurston Howell the third. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> of you Gilligan know Island. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I know it well. <laughs> I don't think they really we'll want to get up there. We'll see how long those no. starters. Actually, play on <laughs> what Sunday. A great line. <laughs> Tina Louise. Yeah, wow. yeah. Don, Lu- Don, Don Lewis. No. Marianne. What was Marianne? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don Wells. Don Wells. Yes, Don Wells. Don Wells. Yes. Oh. I know my Gilligan. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see. Alan Hale, Bob Denver. <laughs> I think. Oh, a professor. What was the professor's I name? I don't know him. It's kind of boring. Professor and Marianne. That's yeah. all I remember. Natalie Schaefer was the, yeah. was the wife true. of Thurston Howell. Skip, I mean, why you don't think we had a TV? I mean, it had three channels on, off, and don't mess with me, but we I watched the I think you're older than you're letting on. I think you're lying about your age. <laughs> I'm about to be double nickel in He's six wise months. beyond his years. <laughs> all right, guys, let's see how long these Tampa starters actually play on Sunday. Falcons are favored in this one by four and a half, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Mm. All right, let's talk a little Jim Harbaugh on the other side of this break, gentlemen. How will the latest reports on him impact Michigan? We'll give you the latest. Skip and Shannon dive in when we come back. According to reports, Jim Harbaugh set to receive a level one violation from the NCAA. The violation includes alleged impermissible contact with recruits during an NCAA mandated dead period. A lot of head coaching rumors surrounding Harbaugh in the NFL as well. Shannon, what do you make of all this? Nothing. I don't care. I don't care anything about the NCAA, Skip, because they've been sanctimonious for the longest time. They've been on their high perch for what they did to Reggie Bush and tried to do to Cam Newton. Dez Bryant, they suspended him four games for have, working out and having lunch with Deion Sanders. They did. And then uh, what they did to A.J. Green, he missed four games for selling his jersey. The hell is he is. <laughs> but Johnny Manziel signed 4,000 items for free, and they found, oh, he missed a half. Against Rice. Against Rice. Man, stop this. Skip, the NCAA has always been on some bull jive. Yep. And I'm glad for the NIL deal. I'm glad these colleges and, mm. and, 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 and conferences say later for y'all. We're going to make our own rules. We don't need y'all to tell us what to do. Mm. Get back. Pretty soon, they ain't going to have an NCAA. And I'll be happy for it, Skip. Look, <clears throat> everybody's doing, doing stuff like this, a dead period. Man, stop this. These, these coaches have been having contact through one way or another with these recruits. Since they, if you like somebody, Skip, you find a way to make contact with mm-hmm. them. Okay. And so the NCAA, y'all need to stop this foolishness. Get Reggie Bush's Heisman back and apologize for what y'all did to Dez and A.J. Green. And then uh, I, I might have some sympathy for what Jim's, uh, uh, be upset about what Jim Harbaugh did. Okay. I'm not the biggest Jim Harbaugh fan, you Skip. You are not. But these, these are, man, stop. Okay, you just went big picture. I'm going to go little, little picture. They, they know. I'm going to go Jim Harbaugh because the point here is the NCAA is accusing Michigan of four minor violations that won't add up to Nothing. much of anything. But 
one level one major accusation right now levied against Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh for not cooperating with the investigation, not being forthcoming, not being truthful enough about the four minor alleged violations. Right. So okay? what are you talking about? Scholarship? Two scholarships? Well, it's a major violation. It, it would be a suspension for Jim Harbaugh to start with, and there could be some sanctions that would be fairly significant here that could hurt the progress of a program that he's turned finally around. It took a while, but he's turned it around. So you do something to him with the potential of him might leave it. So now you want to exacerbate that situation, talk about you're going to suspend him? It just led me to wonder if he's not out there on the market, the NFL marketplace interviewing for these other jobs because he sees the handwriting and are oh, you going to pull a Pete Carroll on him? Yeah, pull a Pete Carroll. <laughs> or my favorite story of that was because I was in the middle of that death penalty at SMU you, featuring okay. our friend Eric Dickerson yeah. and Craig James. James. Pony and Express. Pony Express or it was Pony Distress or what? <laughs> Pony Excess yes, was the yes. 30 for 30, 30 that yes. I was actively involved in. But the point of that was I was very close to Ron Meyer in my Dallas days, but he he saw the handwriting all over the locker room wall, and he said, Colts, I'm, I'm going to get out while the getting is good. Not Colts. He went to New England. New England, right, right, right. He took the New England Patriots head coaching job. This is way before Mr. Kraft. Right. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in the day. This is back in the uh, what year was this? 80, 84, 85? In that, that range, yeah. 86, 87, mm-hmm. right in there. Anyway, all of a sudden. Because he ended up in Indy. Yes, he did. Because that's but, what, but, when they but, traded, they traded, okay, they traded. But, but Ron Meyer was one step ahead of the NCAA yeah. law that was about to come down as hard on that program as any has ever yeah. been come down upon. I don't think they'll ever have a penalty down like that They took it again. away. They just took, for two, what was it, two years? They just took the whole program away. And it was because Ron Meyer said, hey, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm in the Southwest Conference. It's about bragging rights. Everybody Like every school is represented in those big downtown office buildings in Dallas because we're right in the center of it. And so I want to give my very wealthy alums bragging rights and I'm going to to help them help us by I'm just going to go buy a bunch of recruits. Yes. And I think our man Eric Dickerson has admitted maybe I got he's a little saying, something. Nah, he's saying he's all about that firebird. I got a little something. <laughs> he's all about that firebird. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, once upon a time, Ron Meyer called me on National Recru- Signing Day right. as he was leaving Sealy, Texas, <laughs> home of Eric Dickerson. Yeah. On his, home the, of the Masters Company the, also. That's correct. But it's back in the day of the car phone. He called me on his car phones. He, he said, hey, you will not believe this. I just signed Eric Dickerson. I said, Eric Dickerson, he'd already signed Craig James out of Houston Stratford High School, who was the best running back in Texas, so to speak. But Eric Dickerson was the best running back in in the country, country, right? (laughs) Yes. Why would you have both of them there? I don't know, because maybe they got the best deals? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, well, so they just did this. They said, we're going to... This is going to be the best team money can buy, and they were really good. Right. And they did win the Southwest Conference. And then after Ron Meyer left, then they almost won the national championship. Mm-hmm. They got tied by Lou Holtz's Arkansas team. But my point is this. It was another classic case of Ron Meyer left the school in ruins, right. you know, like, and, and he's the head coach of the New England Patriots. And well, they just, are, finally kept, what, just finally came back to life in like the last, what, seven, eight, no, nine years? But never like But they, they never were. will be what? No, 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 okay. no, no. Yeah. But the point is, I would hate it for Michigan if, if Harbaugh leaves one step ahead of the law here and he go gets your Denver job and he's sitting pretty in Denver and they're not sitting so pretty and, back and, in And somebody in else Auburn. has to – some other coach has to bear the repercussions of yeah, his actions. Right, because 
Michigan is loaded because J.J. McCarthy is still there, obviously, right. and that's the best college quarterback Jim Harbaugh has ever had because right. he never could get right. one. Oh, I mean, he had Andrew Luck, Luck. obviously, at Stanford. Yeah. But at Michigan, he, right. he hasn't been able to find that guy, which has shocked me. But he's got that guy right now. But his statements are, I'm going to hang in there with Michigan. Yeah, you got to say that. Well, I guess the you Pete do. Pete Carroll said he was going to stay there, too. Yeah. How'd that work out? At USC. Yeah, he was going to stay there. <sighs> then all of a sudden, he didn't stay there. Well, it's it all – it's. Giant hypocrisy because yeah. obviously you feel like the coach should pay it. If, if you're going to make the program and the kids pay a right. price, he should pay a price. Oh uh, yeah, because it was his action. It was. I mean, the, the kids didn't have the, the kids didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, because the the four minor violations are just silliness to me. They're little wrist slap violations. Yes, yeah. but if the coach doesn't cooperate on that and and he is. A little Man, you know how he is. He's he defiant. You know, he, no, he wasn't going to cooperate. No, he's like, who are you to come in here and question me? Right. No, I didn't do it. I mean, I, I can see him being smug and cavalier. That's exactly what he would. It, it's, <laughs> it's all the qualities you don't love in right. him is, is why this program is suddenly in some hot water. Right. right? But I think you and I both agree we don't like the NCAA. No. No, I, I've never liked it because even I even defended Ron Meyer. Again, I was close to him back in the 80s. Right. I said he broke bad rules. Well, he broke them, and the rules are the rules, right. but they were bad rules. Exactly. And now look look at what, what's happened. The biggest revelation in college football, the biggest story of this year uh, in, in all of sports is these kids are making big money now, yes. as they should, should have from the start. Exactly. Now give Reggie his Heisman back. Okay, give Reggie his Heisman back because he's making – Peanuts, yes. whatever that was. Yeah, but, what enough? Well, it was just joke money is what it was. And all of a sudden, these guys are getting serious money. And guess what? College football is okay, right? Yeah. Hey. Huh? You my, missed my, out. My grand, my grand, my grand, baby. Huh? Yep. Going to go get that money for a grandpa. <laughs> okay, maybe. Because you did we, not get that money. I didn't money. get no money. We going to the highest bidder. Yep. All right. You sure about that? I'm positive. Okay, you're kind of putting a lot on his head. That's okay. Him. He can handle it. Can he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what if he doesn't want to play football? He played football. <laughs> Whether he likes it or not. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's a decision for him. He and his mom and dad have. Right. Well, but I highly recommend Papa it. Papa Shea yeah, Shea sure has a do. plan in place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's talk a little NBA action when we come back. Back after this break, Skip, your Clippers, no. they lost last night. Whatever. Does that prove they cannot contend for a title this season? Let's debate that. We'll dive in when we come back. <laughs> Sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. The Clippers lost 122 to 91 last night to the Nuggets. LA also 5 of 37 from 3. Ouch. And at one point, the Nuggets did lead by as many as 43 points. What? Great night for the Clippers. Shannon, are you ready to write them off? No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, are you? Hold on, Skip. Are no, 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 you no, 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 no. Okay, hold on. Now, we, the question that was asked on Wednesday after the Celtics were blown off, mm -hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10, how embarrassing of a loss is this for the Okay, Celtics? I answer that question. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, this is a 35. That's what you told me. This should be beneath them. Well, they're supposed to be a great defensive team. They uh, used to be. What about Kawhi? Huh? Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. Are they on this team? Yep. And they got beat by how many? Hold on. My mouth carried a one, mm -hmm. had the two, two. 29 points? Well, they're down 43. And bam! 
embarrassing. You should be embarrassed by this, Skip. Mm. You should be. Yo, T, you still feeling confident? If your team could get healthy. Hold on. Let me see what Kawhi was. Two or seven. Mm. Well, PG, one or nine. So that's three or 16. Mm. My math served me correct. Yep. It was one or seven from the three. Mm. Huh? You confident enough to write them off? I don't need to write them. Skip it early in the Are season. they pretenders? Uh, hold on. Are the, what, are the Celtics pretenders? Mm. No. No. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're defensive pretenders, I believe. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. oh, no. You were down by 43. You talking about somebody pretending to play defense? We were one for our first 18 from three. How will that what, – what will happen? You're going to be down by 43. Okay? We were two for our first 21. We end up five for 37. You're, you're going to lose by 43. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't cry with y'all. No. Yeah. Okay. Yo, but let it have been a Laker. You'd have been over there. You'd have been up there smiling at me. <laughs> nah. Nah, look at you. I would. Look at you now. Who over here in the catbird seat? Mm. We the bees. L.A. is a Laker nation. Laker town. You heard it. Finished? Yeah, that's us. We the bees. Tell me when you're finished. <laughs> Go ahead. Take off. Really? <laughs> catbird seat belongs to the Clippers right now. They are 21 and 19. They're actually in the playoffs as the sixth seed. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, back at the crypt, the team upstairs at the Crypt is 17 and 21. 17 and 21, that's the 12th seed in the West. What, we about to flip 12th it? 12th seed. We about to flip it. Well, maybe you should just keep LeBron and AD on the sideline because you looked a lot better without them. Why, baby? <laughs> I mean, maybe you should keep Kawhi Leonard on the sideline because mm. you look a lot better without him. He should have been on the sideline because he was ill coming into this game. I was surprised He's he ill? What's wrong with him? sick and you don't play. You're not in any elements. You're not on play. You're just sitting at home. Okay. You're not practicing. Paul George, minutes restriction with a pulled hamstring. I was surprised he even tried to play, but they did because it was Denver and it was TNT and it was the second game on TNT. What they got to do with anything? Okay. And then I get to watch Reggie Jackson, who has wisdom to me. I love to listen to him. What speak. do you say? He's doing the stand-up, you know, on-court interview after the first quarter, maybe. Yeah. And he's talking about the altitude in Denver. Well, you know it as well as anybody knows it. And I think it's somewhat a fabrication of your psyche. I I think sometimes it grows like a demon in the back of your head when it's not all that bad there. And yet you guys practiced in it. Mm -hmm. You played in it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you ever one time thought about the altitude in Denver. Did you ever? Did you ever heave? Did Did you ever get to the point where I can't breathe. Well, I always, I, went, I always went back. I didn't really train offseason in Denver. I trained, but I would always go back a week early and then get used to it and run, you know, and hit a couple of days of, of heavy running to get, you know, get acclimated to it. But, it, I mean, to just come in there, oh, yeah, you're going to notice the difference now. Okay, but the point is you, you can't, like, talk about it and acknowledge it because these guys have played in Denver a hundred times. Yeah. What are you talking about? Ooh. Reggie Jackson said, like, it's, it's, it's bothering me. I think he had a nose strip on yeah. trying to like, keep his but he, nose But he open. plays with that. Okay. Does he make Yeah, I think does. he does. He plays with his goggles. But, yeah. Okay. So the point is, I don't even know why Kawhi and Paul George played, but at least they played such low minutes. They're back-to-back at Minnesota tonight, and they held back John Wall and Nicky Batum to play at Minnesota. So they were a little bit shorthanded. There were no shorthanded. Yes, Stop they were. it. And – and again, if Denver's going to shoot like that, you just say, you tip your cap and say, congratulations, we'll see you in the playoffs. Let me tell you how, how I'm able to shoot like that. Mm-hmm. When you don't play defense, uh, that's how you shoot like that. Yeah. You keep telling me, oh, Paul George and Kawhi, they the greatest wing defenders since Pippen Jordan. Mm. I can't tell. Mm. One sick, one hurt. 
sick. Well, they should be sick of being hurt. Okay, here's my point. And I tweeted about this, so I'm going to stand by my tweet. So what? I'm first guessing, and now I'm backing, I'm okay. validating I wanna, my I first hear. guess. What it is. I believe the Clippers will go farther in the playoffs than the Denver Nuggets will go. I will bet you on that. If you want to do five cases on it, I'll do it right now because I still say this team is low. I bet y'all don't want to see the Denver Nuggets okay. after what they did after to y'all last did. time. Maybe we do. I know y'all it. don't. Y'all don't want none of that. At smoke. least it's in, in the bubble. What? What? Oh, yo, hold on. Uh, look, y'all can't play for like twenty-five minutes. Well, he, he wasn't needed. No. Nah. Okay. Ain't nobody really paid no minutes. Yeah. They fresh. They should have played. They should have. You know what? They should have had a scrimmage against themselves after what they did to y'all. Okay, they didn't get no work out in. And what I said in my tweet was, better coach. I will take Ty Lue over Mike Malone any day, well, they, any they, they night, got any regular, any I take my I take Mike Malone's roster over T. Lue's roster any day, any time of the night. This, this roster is loaded. It's loaded with what? Guys that can't stay healthy? Shooters. Guys that play part-time? This was one game. Oh, government, oh, government check Kawhi. Yeah, right. We don't play but twice a month, Skip. Luke Kennard's one of the best three-point shooters in basketball, and he went 0 for 5. Reggie Jackson can get crazy hot, clutch hot, yeah. and he went 0 for 5, mm-hmm. okay? Well, what do you think's going to happen? One night in Denver. You, that's my, my thing is, is that you see what you just did for the Clippers? Yeah. Now, when the Lakers have a shoot night like that, they ain't got no shooters. They can't shoot. These guys can shoot. I can't were, tell. I think they came in third in the league in three-point shooting before this game. Yeah. And then, then they go, months. one of their first 18. What do you think is going to happen? You gonna have, what, what happened? That's Write what's going to happen. In two weeks, you won't even be able to remember this game. That's what I said. Do you remember that the Boston sell the game on 150 yeah. after that demolition job they did on it the Mavericks? the Oklahoma City Thunder without their best player. They, How can you do that? Well, y'all had y'all two best players. Okay. And what happened? Well, they had all their best players, and they're really And good. then what he really played the hard last night. Really? That's Look at what I saw. No, they weren't playing that hard. Yo, yo game played but like 24 minutes. Huh. That, I, I don't even feel like playing no more, Coach. Yeah. You know, if, if they start out 9 of 18 from 3, we're having a whole different conversation. But they were 1 for their first 18. Man, they put 60. The score was 66-32 at the half. Hmm. And then they dropped another 36-piece on you. Hmm. Huh? And y'all made it respectable by scoring 32 in the fourth. Just don't. imagine if you. Don't let Kawhi Leonard and Paul George get completely healthy at the right place at the right time in April, May, and June. Don't let them. Okay, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> what's the likelihood? Given the history of these two players over the last five years, what is the likelihood of both of those guys being healthy at the exact same time in the exact same season? What's the likelihood? What are in, the odds? In 2023, 90%. This is their year. Kawhi has paced himself, have, coming off complete ACL reconstruction. It didn't come out the best, and not, now he's slowly but surely ramping. He's uh, ramping. I'm saying he, uh, slow, he, you got one thing right. Yeah. That first part you said slowly. Yeah. He's moving slowly. Did you see him move last night? By the way, if he qualified for defensive win shares, he'd be number one over Joel Embiid, but he hasn't played enough games. Hey, just, he need to change uh, the shoes. Them shoes heavy. The orthopedics, they heavy. Really? Yeah, the, th- the sole. They made for standing a long period of time. Mm. That's why you see security guards and orderlies and nurses. Really? They wear those kinds of shoes. Is LeBron wearing them? No, 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 don't do that. I don't you, know. Uh, my, hold on. My guy shooting 51%, scoring 29 a game, giving you eight, giving you seven. That's what my guy doing. Your guy of the <laughs> 154 ranked three-point shooters, he ranks 152 out of 154 in three-point shooting. He's at the bottom of the barrel. If you don't mind me asking, can I ask you one more question? What? Who's the leading bowl getting all? All-Star. He was. 
and he should have been. He's the face of the league. He's the most popular player in the league. Don't, I got no problem so with it. I want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. I'm just going to make sure for my clarification. Yes, you, you, he's you, the, he's the most popular player. He's the face of the NBA. But yeah. Kawhi is the face of L.A. Yeah. Now, make it make sense for me. Hmm. Now, I, need, I need you to make it make sense. I need you to explain it to him like my grandpa. I, I do have some problem with how can the leading vote-getter be a member of a team that's 17 and 21? How can that be? How can the leading vote-getter be the third to the worst three-point shooter in all of basketball? King of L.A.? Yeah, you know what it is. I think it's Kawhi when he gets healthy. Oh, uh, Kawhi town. Yeah, yeah. Ain't no Kawhi town. Mm. Ain't that no Kawhi town. It's Happy New Year and Happy New Balance, it was, right? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a stage set. Yeah. That's all it was. Like in the movie, how they build a stage, yeah. that's what Kawhi town yeah. is. We already took it down. Yeah. <laughs> Built something over. Kawhi's keychain is dangling. It's got a little crown it on the end mirage. of it. New King. You know the Mirage is, right? Yep. It doesn't exist. Happy new king. <laughs> oh, yeah. The king's still yeah. going strong. Yeah. You're 20. Yeah. Look at Kawhi. Huh. Knee, ooh, huh. knee, knees like a 72-year-old. Look and at, my guy. Look at AD. Feet, knees, shoulders like an 82-year-old. And guess what? Like and an 82-year-old. Guess what? And Kawhi's missed more time than AD. Yeah. And you say AD is always hurt. What about your guy? Mm. Your, guy missed, your guy missed a whole season with a thigh contusion. Mm. Remember? And then got mad when, when uh, uh, Tony Parker called him out. Mm. To my, I ain't going to play no more, dude. Yeah. Y'all talking yeah. to me bad. Yeah, I agree. He went solid the lump. Went solid the stump. <laughs> AD, always done. Yeah, okay. What about, what about done. Kawhi? He's always what done. What about Kawhi? Yeah. Well, where is AD? Stress I saw, reaction? I, I saw him on the court say he pain-free. Really? He about to start ramming it back is up. Is right? Yeah. Huh. What about your guy? Huh. The team in the basement is better than the team. I tell you what. It just is. AD might need to get on that Kawhi program, that government program. Only Mm. play two games a month. Mm. That's how government check, huh? Do you want to bet some cases on who has the best record? No, no, no. no, We ain't going to bet. Because you can't. I tell you what we're going to do. I bet you when we see y'all, we put puss in you. Mm. Well, every time that's happened, we put them right back in you, right? So we we got three cases right now. On? Lakers, Clippers, when they play. The well, next, time? next time. Well, we got to see who's healthy. I don't care who there. I don't care who there. Well, you, you should hope it's just Dennis Schroeder. That's you all you need. Whatever. Right? <laughs> you hate him, man. Dennis Schroeder, he's your I'll, best player. Whatever y'all got. Whatever. Because we already know Kawhi going to play. Kawhi don't go. Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi yeah. just right there. At this point in time, Kawhi just collecting checks. Remember earlier this year against the Lakers? He just cooked you. Huh. Kawhi ain't cooked nothing. He made one shot. He was all giddy. One shot. He, he took played, the game That's over. the thing. He played against the Lakers and didn't miss the next 10 games. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's true. I'll give you that. So, so he, I mean, he played in that game. Maybe they need to put the Lakers on the schedule about 55 times a year. That's the only way you're going to get it. Kawhi oh, loves to stick it to LeBron. Yeah, he, 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 we got a, he ain't going to uh. get no more titles. I tell you what, we got a title. Uh. You got to get a title. He promised. He done took all that man money. You, you got a Gave title Uncle to Den- some Uncle, Mansion. Uncle Dennis got an office looking, overlooking Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. They got penthouses all over the yin-yang, yeah. and he ain't delivered nothing. Yeah. He ain't even brought up the mail from the mail yeah. room. The only he got title to bring you something. have lately is to your Brentwood Mansion. Who? That's all you got. LeBron. No, 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 yeah. go, you see what goat no, did. The one in the bubble got disqualified. No, that, that, that disqualified. It does. There's a big asterisk on it. Y'all was in the bubble. Had a 3-1 lead. Bubblicious. Did you remember what Kawhi did in that game? Set? I do. Him and PG. They did not want to be in that bubble. I had my flashlight, turned my phone, my flash. Yeah. I was looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, y'all are running with this yeah, one. I got my light on. <laughs> I hate to cut you off, but you. I got to no, do it. We'll see We're in the out playoffs. of time. I get you wheel. Yeah. We'll see you how wheel. the Clippers rebound tonight, gentlemen. They're at the end of a back-to-back versus the T-Wolves. All right, coming up, Cowboys, are they destined for a rematch with the Buccaneers in the playoffs? Excuse That's me. next, coming up here on Undisputed. 
Okay, the Cowboys have to win against the Commanders, and they need an Eagles loss versus the Giants in order to win the NFC East. If that does not happen, Dallas would be a wild-card team and would travel to Tampa to face off against none other than Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Mm. Shannon, when all is said and done, will the Cowboys be playing Bucks in the first round of the playoffs? Yes, they will. They will travel to, uh, to uh, Tampa, and they will face the Buccaneers, and I believe they will win. They will do what they haven't been able to do for in a while, is which win a first-round playoff game. So well, you yes. can't win that one because you don't want them to win, but you don't want Brady to win, so you're, no, you're but stuck. I, I, no, I told you. I said the Cowboys, this is the best scenario okay. for them. They're going to beat the Bucks first round. Okay. All I got to say is go Giants, cry Eagles, cry. You hater. I, I don't want to have to deal with that guy down in Tampa. But that man is struggling. Huh. He has struggled all year, but okay. all of a sudden the money gets pushed to the middle of the table, and you know what but What happens. about your team? You said you just told me you had a 10 confidence in Dak Prescott just two weeks ago. I do, and I'm stuck. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. That sounds like, like a free We'll pick this back up Monday morning, guys. We're out of time. Have a fabulous weekend, everybody.